You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. The Detroit is Different Podcast is about exposing artistry, business, ideas, and dynamic people, places, and things that make Detroit a mecca. Tune in weekly and subscribe to get the true stories from the people shaping the culture of an American classic city. You're listening to the Josh Adams Podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Action. We're very ready. Josh Adams Podcast in a full effect. Detroit is different after dark. You know what I'm saying? Detroit is different after dark. We always got to put that out there because uh, we the franchise on that side of the team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody talk that nasty shit like we do. I was just going to get saved, Josh. <laughs> I can't I can't be having this on my... <laughs> yeah, Dez been real conflicted about this shit, bro. Yeah, he been man. like, has he been changing his life around? So Dez is eventually going to... Break away from this shit Because this ain't really what Yeah man I've been meditating I've been trying to live A, a, a nice wholesome life You ain't drinking liquor no more no So it kind of make me awkward So I'm not drinking today Kari over there You drinking something No man I, I got drunk a lot All weekend too I'm some other shit but. Kari what we got today What we drinking uh, I ain't even had nothing on deck I need to re-up uh, oh. hit, hit up merchants uh, Get some more bourbon going Get some more whiskey going whiskey. But it's cool You know well, That, right now, that ain't season is definitely coming That's his way of telling us Ain't no liquor in here So it's cool. I ain't planning on drinking day no way. I got my good Arizona right here. I'm drinking on the raspberry. You know, it was a long time I didn't drink Arizona's nigga for like 28 years of my life. I've never drunk Arizona. Now, wow. damn, that's like liquor too. It's like you wasn't drinking liquor. You <laughs> wasn't drinking Arizona. Drink Arizona and liquor in the same <laughs> week. Yeah, because I would see niggas grab Arizona's and I'm just like, look at that tall dumbass can. It just I be turned off by shit. And that shit was it. But then I just was like. Your money gets how you get grown, nigga. I was like, man, let me get one of these Arizonas. I was like, oh, this is what I've been missing all these years. So shout out to Arizona, and it's actually made in Canada. Niggas don't know that. Really? I ain't know that. Yeah, niggas think it made in Arizona. Yeah, that's what I figured. That bitch made in Canada. Damn. That's what I figured. So Canadian Dry has got to be made in, like, Kentucky. It's not made in Canada. It's made in Kentucky. <laughs> I fucked up this week, too, man. I was trying to do a simple water diet where I'm like, all right, man, I'm just detoxing, no liquor. I'm just drinking strictly water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we had the grand opening of the um, of the DTLR in Oak Park. So and, we had, and we had the cooler and shit outside. And I reached in the cooler and grabbed the Capri Sun, not thinking, and fuck that bitch up. And oh. like, felt horrible afterwards. I'm like, nigga, you drunk can't up be. Some liquor. Are you drunk some juice? <laughs> yes, nigga, some juice. Oh, I was, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to go. Juice, uh, Capri Sun is. That's a drink beverage if it ever was. <laughs> a one. drink beverage. <laughs> I'm like, man, I was determined to go. I went two weeks, oh. no nothing, just straight water, and I just man. fucked it up with that little punk yeah, ass. But you still on your shit. That's how I felt when I ate uh, some beef. Because, you know, for the last past year, I ain't no beef in pork right and mm-hmm. then i went to popeyes and was like nigga fuck it i grabbed a bunch of shit i'm like <laughs> let me get some cajun rice and i'm fucking this cajun rice up and i'm like damn what's this meat in cajun rice it's i looked that shit up man i was like <laughs> man it fucked me up a little bit dog i was trying to but you're still doing it so right right, right. it's still mm-hmm. a thing you're gonna slip up you didn't slip up because you was weak you slipped up because you was just i wasn't thinking think, man. i was thinking. working i was thirsty it was hot out it, it was, was 84 degrees so how yeah. was that i saw that it was super dope, man. We had a big turnout, man. The store doubled its, its goal. You know, mm. we doubled the amount of money that we were supposed to make. Yeah, um, Vezo came out. A lot of different people. Chi came out. Um, a few a few people came out. It was super dope. The dude from Wealthy, uh, Ball Jesus, I think he go by. Yeah, Shout out to him. Yeah, we trying that nigga real name out. Yeah. Ball uh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, he came <laughs> out, man. Some everybody came out. DJ BJ did his thing. <clears throat> Damn. It was a dope event. Bezo man. came out. He said my nigga Chi came out. Yeah. That's what's Chi up. looked like a cricket. Shout out to my nigga. He said he looked like a, a that cricket. That nigga, a fresh cricket, man. Where he from? What part? Wakanda. I don't know. He, yeah, Wakanda. He from Africa. Yeah, you're not familiar with Chi, are you? 
Mm-mm. He's a very popular uh, he's an influencer. And yeah, real he's shit. like an Instagram person. Not really. He just on Instagram, but like oh, okay. he do like he got a clothing line. Yeah, um, okay. He throw different events. Um, a big I forgot what the name of his event is, but damn, but he throw a lot of panels. Young moguls with a plan. Yeah, okay. So he he, he plugged he in. He plugged okay. in for, for real. Sure. He a good dude too. I fucks with the nigga. He just look like a cricket. That's my guy though. We shot some like videos. <laughs> hey Josh, man, don't call me a cricket, man. That nigga pulled up with me in a Bentley. He uh, we shot a skit and he we we got a Bentley to shoot it and I I got to drive a Bentley with That's a light skin girl in the passenger side, but he was obviously fucking with her. a light skin girl she, in the passenger. She didn't belong to me and neither did the Bentley. Nigga was like, I see you, Josh. I'm like, none of this is my life, nigga. <laughs> none of this belongs to me, nigga. <laughs> I'm about to park this Bentley and this bitch finna get out and go fuck Chi. She not dealing with me, bro. Wow. But um, uh, yeah. So you did the thing. Uh, uh you had a grand opening. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you get into, car? Oh man, this was a busy week. It was a. Uh, I'm a storyteller on this project, reimagining civic commons. It's a project that brings a lot of cities together. So Detroit, Nashville, Akron, Memphis. Philadelphia all are working on this project connected to a series of foundations. So it's JPB, Rockefeller, Knight, Kresge, all looking at how we can recreate spaces and use outdoor spaces to activate more engagement in the community. So the Fitzgerald Park is like right on, uh, I would say off six mile, mm-hmm. but on, uh, on prayer, well, between Prairie and San Juan. If anybody know about like the long streets as we call them, cause mm-hmm. they're a mile long, like Puritan to six mile, it's mile long streets and blocks over there on the west side. So it was a, uh, outdoor event for anybody in the community who wanted to come eat eat dinner right there in the community talk about what they did in the park the vision for the park and a lot of the retail investment in the park so that was one thing and then focus hope had a music a photo festival and i was Mm. running the music stage for that photo festival and i actually performed i generally haven't been performing often i was wondering how that would go but it went dope okay Uh, so uh so it was music a lot of community event stuff. And Kresge like, uh, was there. Kresge be giving away money. They owe me twenty five thousand. Well, Kresge, Knight, JPB, uh, it's it's a couple foundations. Alex Way got it. Shout out to Alex Way. She just won it this year. She's Shout a Kresge. Alex What's Way. that called? Kresge Grant. Yeah, well, it's a it's a Kresge Artist Grant that they have, but you know, Kresge Fellowship. A, I think it's something like that. Yeah, I what yeah. It's, called. it's a it's a series of different things that uh, Kresge has done, but like a lot of foundations, like Rockefeller, the Ford Foundation. Mm. You know, it's generally. Uh, an endowment left from left from someone uh, with a lot of money uh, philanthropist saying like okay as I pass away I'm going to leave this generally most endowments have like I would say mm, 500 million to like maybe 4 billion dollars in it and with that money they can let their work and their legacies live on after their death so if you listening to this and you are any if you do anything it don't matter what it is it ain't got to be entertainment it's just a lot of loose chains out here that if you find out how to get it, you can get it. Mm-hmm. Like it's people starting their businesses and whatever off of a grant that yeah. all you gotta do is just study. You know what I'm saying? Just do the research and somebody give you ten thousand dollars to invest in whatever it is you believe, you know, that you're passionate about. That's out there for real. Yeah, let me, let me find out that Kresge just a drug dealer with a good heart. Hilarious. Yeah, just get my money. Plan, he probably is. Hilarious. Somehow, some way. I believe it. Indirectly, like Hilarious. that nigga. Is. I believe it. You know what I'm saying? Hilarious. That's really what it is. I know. I know more about like the Knight Foundation and obviously the Ford Foundation, but let's tell you guys what Kresge, because I'm pretty sure that 
what's happening with Kresge definitely ate the game. But they, uh, they, uh, I know a lot of people who won that. Uh, T. Miller won. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Wright won. I want to say my boy uh, Blacksmith, Brent Blacksmith won. Like I know a lot of people that they got that twenty five thousand. Wow, you know what I mean? And they, what you gonna do with that twenty five thousand, Josh? Man, I don't know. I'm gonna do something with it. I'm gonna do something special with it. That's why. I mean, if I had twenty five thousand dollars, I know what I invest in, bro. I definitely invest in my brand more because money make the money make shit happen faster, and it, you get a better quality or whatever it is you're trying to do. So I know I do that. But if you just want me to be funny, uh, I take that twenty five thousand. And I go to my high school, and all the motherfuckers said that I wouldn't make it. I pay the kids twenty dollars a piece to slap every teacher that said I wasn't gonna be shit. Wow. I, I think it's gonna cost more than twenty in the history. You crazy? The kids will slap the fuck out of teachers for twenty bucks, <laughs> like nigga, but they can wear a ski mask. They do it. <laughs> Kresge's history is it was the holdings company that uh, began Kmart and also uh, bought Sears Roebuck. That's the history of it. So a lot of retail money, a lot of retail influence. So I'm guessing with that, as we know, most retailers make a lot of their money off of real estate. So retail and real estate kind of go hand in hand Mm -hmm. as that is one of the biggest uh, ways that many people made money. Like Norman, uh, what was it? Norman Shear that started Northland, America's first mall. But, uh, you know, it go hand in hand. Retail, there's some money in retail, especially back in the day, connected to the industrial age. Today, retail is just a little bit different with online sales. And that's Kari talking that shit. Detroit history. That we need to know. Um, What I want to talk about. What I've been doing. Oh, I've just been traveling. Yeah, you was in Iowa. You was... uh, I I started off Tuesday. I went to Midland, Michigan. mm -hmm. Wednesday, I went to uh, Hemlock. Hemlock. H-E-M, Hemlock, Michigan. And then I went to Bay City. And it was lovely. First show, I went, I was kind of late because I had to go to work. So I literally jumped in my car from work, drove all the way to this place. As soon as I, I changed in the parking lot, I just like, I literally put my, took my work shirt off, put another shirt on, threw some pants, I was like ass naked in the parking lot, put my shit on. Somebody, are you Josh? Because I was the only nigga in, <laughs> Hilarious. in Midland. So they're like, you got to be. So I come in, go from <laughs> the car to the state and just tore that bitch to smithereens. And white people love me and they love me so much that lady was like, hey, what you want to drink? I was like, some Hennessy. And niggas don't They, they probably don't, didn't even have Hennessy Bro there. they don't even They don't drink it out there like that So yeah, the lady no. had to go down Or she down. had like a whole bottle Full of it She put like this She went to go grab a Hennessy It wasn't on the shelf It was down She grabbed it Blew dust off of it Hilarious. Poured me some Hennessy Is this it? Yeah She was like <laughs> Is this what you like? I was like Yeah hell yeah It was VSOP so I'm drinking it She's like We can't sell none of this stuff here Like we just have it yeah, here no, So wow. I'm drinking I got like I One shot yeah. Took another one I looked She's like Here goes a parking gift Bitch gave me two She gave me a Cavassier Mm. At VSOP And she gave me Hennessy VSOP That's what's up Show the nigga some love You yeah, know Yeah Cognac is not What's gonna be sold In most white bars Why The though? same way that Jägermeister ain't about to get sold In black bars it's yeah. just, it I'm is like Martin Luther King man is. I can't wait till we go to a bar Where, where a Jägermeister <laughs> and Hennessy Can exist on the same shelf man That's the world I wanna live in That is a weird ass bar that's the bar I want to be in. That's why I want to coexist. I want I want to be sitting there with Jeff and Jeff. I'm like, let me get a Jaeger, and I'm like, let me get some of that VSOP cognac. And we sit there and we toast together. And you know what? We switch. And I drink his, he drink mine, and I ain't gonna like it. So then I'm gonna like give yeah, me that Hennessy. You obviously that haven't tried Jaeger yet. So uh, don't think I like deer blood in it. I don't know about that, but it's 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 an acquired taste. It tastes a little bit like when you drink a Jaeger, you ain't necessarily going for the taste. You just trying to get fucked up. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah, so <clears throat> all the shows was fun. White people love me. 
as much as niggas love me. Everybody love me. And then I just went all the way to Iowa. Went to Waterloo, Iowa. Shout out to Waterloo, Iowa. Shout out to Joy and um, uh, Serena, I think our name is. We put that show together. That was crazy with uh, Prince Tay. I'm probably fucking a lot of these names up, but, you know, I just don't. I'm not good with names. And um, Big Keith. I remember him because he's from Chicago. He headlined. I featured. Went down. It was crazy. And like I was telling Kari off air, uh, I wish I would have brought my girl to that show. Why? <laughs> because uh, you know how you don't bring your girl to a show and then it's like, look, ain't nothing going on. It's just a show. Right. Ain't nothing but hoes in Waterloo. <laughs> really? Nothing but hoes. I ain't never heard of Waterloo. <laughs> and that, you, you know that. why? Because wow. that's where the hoes at. Like, niggas be like, where the hoes at? They there. And I'm talking about, you know, I went to the show. I'm thinking like, nigga, back when I was single, you do show like that. Nobody's there for real. Best looking motherfucker, probably like a four. And she, you know, whatever. She just straight because. Hey, yo, know. I do got this question. What does a four look like? Because it, after after below six, ain't it all kind of the same? But if she got a fat ass, it's like, all right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you start looking at titties or mouth or whatever. Like, okay, she might suck a dick or whatever. But, you know, or I can just fuck the shit out of her because I don't really care. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm going to just thug her out. Like, my leg, I don't give a fuck. Good four. You know what I'm saying? Let's just take this dick. <laughs> right. but, she got a little dimple. Okay. But, she nigga, Dez. It ain't nothing but sevens there, bro. Are you serious? Nothing but sevens, bro. Like, they come here, they they probably downgrade a little bit, but they was all, and they was all dressed up because they was going to the show. Mm. So this is what's going on in town tonight. They was dressed up like they was going to the Grammys, to the Emmys, BET Awards, nigga. They like, we here for this. And they was all turned out, looking good, makeup on. And my girl looking at me like, so this what's going on? I'm like, no, nah, this ain't never <laughs> like this. I'm mad as hell for real. Like, I wish I'd have left you now. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Just because now you think this is what all shows is, and now these hoes, and they was all ready to go. That's what I'm telling this nigga, Card. Man. It's like, it's one thing to fuck with. Like, most, you know, sevens, they ain't really with it. It was a town full of bitches. They was all looking like nigga, whatever. Wow. Say the word. <laughs> now, later. That's crazy. Back in the day, whenever. Let me know. And they was just looking. They all had to look in their eye like nigga. Kobe in the wild fourth quarter. Like, we gonna go for it. I wouldn't wild even think it was behavior. black people there. They was there. Wild boy behavior. They was there. Me and my girl was fucked up about that. We was like, because we just was like, we you was said thinking. the comedian next to you was knocking it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the Instagram nigga, he got there late. So, long story short, he got to the show late. So, I ended up having to host the first part. Mm. I'm not supposed to go up until right before the headliner. So, I'm sitting there or whatever. And they come at, they get, can you host the show and bring the music acts up? All right, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to go too hard because y'all ain't throwing me nothing extra. So I'm going to go do my thing. So I go do my thing or whatever. And nigga, he come, he like 30 minutes late. Mm. So he must have been next to me, but he wasn't there to be next to me yet in the hotel. So me and my girl go back to the room. We in there. All we hear is like, 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 I'm thinking like this nigga not throwing dick around like that next door. Me and my girl in here laying down. I'm like, nigga, I'm in here with my pregnant woman, bro. Chill. <laughs> Fuck is you doing, my nigga? Have some respect for the nigga next door. You know what I'm saying? Was that was that more so you wanted to be there, or was that more so you wanted them to respect the room? I wanted at this point in time, nigga. I don't want you to be doing none of that, nigga. I ain't fucking nothing, so nobody else need to be fucking nothing. Me and my girl in here, so that's, that's we hate. done did our fucking. That's what we had. That's hate. I should have been like, nigga. I should have knocked them door like, you see this? This what you gonna get doing that? Hopefully, you got a condom on, my nigga. <laughs> and the only reason I knew that, assume it was him, was because when we got up to go leave that day, we didn't know who was in the room. We was getting up to check out. He he had he had the same clothes on he had on yesterday. Coming up the elevator with a bitch, and it was probably what, like the baddest bitch there. Mm. Or whatever in 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 Waterloo, so you know what I'm saying. And she kind of had her head down. I'm like, bitch, I know what you're doing. Yo, that's a weird exchange. Like the the 
the after hotel smashing, like that elevator ride. Like you ever been in that elevator ride with like a weird white couple going down to like get the free breakfast at the room at the hotel or something? And you still got that crusty shit on your dick because you just got in. <laughs> You still got that little crust, the Krispy Kreme crust on your shit. She about to dip. <laughs> you be going down in the elevator. It just looked like, yeah, you just got done smashing. Yeah. The USA Today be on the table. Yeah, you grab an orange and start peeling it. And you be like, all right, man, I'll fuck with you. And ladies, stop letting these niggas hit you with the one-arm hug. Like, hug that nigga all the way so that way it look, y'all, at least y'all got feelings involved. Because niggas will hug a bitch. Nigga hit a bitch like, all right, I'm about to dip. Hit it with that little one-hand boy. Like, all right, no, make that nigga put his chest on your chest. Don't just have him hit you with the one-arm hug. Show some respect. Show some love, nigga. Show some the, the, the desk lady or slash concierge be looking like, look at this bitch. Just got thugged out, sent back out on her way. But old girl was looking at me like she had her same clothes. I'm like, bitch, I know the Shit. I just gave my nigga five, got in the elevator and left. But man, it just they well, aside of it being a bunch of beautiful women out there in Iowa, I just never would have thought like all the black people came out. Like I told you, it was one of them shows where I was thinking, like, man, it's a town on nothing about what's going on here. They literally all came out. Everybody was from Waterloo, nigga. They came, they laughed, they enjoyed themselves. And that's what the, that's what really mattered, cause them be the backbone of yo. Or your fan base or your movement is mm-hmm. the people who was like, nigga, I remember you coming here before you went to Des Moines, which I'm thinking that's the big town there. It's like, mm-hmm. nigga, when when they come, when when the Kevin Hart's or whoever come, they come to the big city, mm-hmm. and they were like, nigga, I remember when you came. I remember Bernie Mac saying that he was like, I remember coming to all the small towns, and now I'm here at this big arena. I remember certain faces because I was at them bars, and I remember y'all seen this come up. So it was it was what's up. I want to go back to Waterloo and. Kari said, we're going to plug up with Joy Joy. Listen yeah. to this. We're going to set something up. We're going sure. to put something down. Some Detroit is different. Clever Vision going to come out there. Yes, and sir. And you bring that whole town of sevens back out and on drug dealer niggas. That whole town of sevens. Bro, and it was a nigga. It was some con- <laughs> nigga. They was some different niggas they out there. They was country. Flamboyant. Pink velour on. Yeah, I was going to say. Tight Fendi shirts on. With Low the key, they, they need to get one of them stores out there. That's what it sound like. Uh, because DTLR? they probably wearing all no, types they, of they was fresh. It was a nigga out there. Okay. Look, a little nigga okay. like Stevie J. I can't remember his name. I was roasting him. And he had his little... Gu- he had Gucci. Them, them niggas was drugged. It's like I, like that was a place where when you snitch on somebody, witness protection, send you to Waterloo. Waterloo. And they like, put these dreads on and don't call back to Chicago or Detroit or them niggas gonna kill you. You need to stay <laughs> here and don't move. Get you a white bitch and live your life and go to Chick-fil-A because that's all they had out there was a Chick-fil-A. They had a pita bitch, shout out to them, and a Walmart. Hilarious. It was lit though, bro. It was lit. Um, damn, I was finna go somewhere. I can't remember where I was finna go with it. Uh, Hilarious. Damn, what was I finna say about Iowa? I was gonna say, what hotel was you staying in? Was it like a brand or a Ramada? Okay. We was on, we was in the tallest building. We was on the tenth floor, nigga. We saw all of Waterloo, nigga, from Waterloo. Oh my baby, look at the view here. Look at them niggas we saw yesterday downstairs. That's just it. It was just you seeing people. Niggas was waving like, oh, that's the comedian. I'm like, nigga, that's how you know ain't nobody there. <laughs> it was only four people in that hotel that had ten floors. It was us and the comedian. That was it. <laughs> That was it, bro. But uh, they probably big, and that's probably like one of them last chance you places. It's probably the like Juco. a college, the yeah, dog yeah, yeah, Juco. That's yeah. what I thought too. I was like, nigga, because I put a video up, like, man, shout out to that Waterloo. I'm coming to all the drug dealers, the bad bitches, the potato farmers, nigga, the niggas that playing Juco out there. Come fuck yeah, with me. Yeah, it's probably like Juco ball, big out there, or like what is that? The NBA, uh, the DL. They they call it something else now. The NBDL, the NBDL. That's what they call it now. But it used to be uh. I don't know, man. They call it, wasn't it the G League. I the thought G that's League. what they call it. Now. The G, G League. League. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. It's probably like one of them, like the Waterloo. 
they be having weird team names like the Waterloo Cyclones or the Waterloo uh, <laughs> Corn Shuckers. What are they known for? What are they known for? Corn. That's because somebody mean? checked me about it. The lady was like, "We don't have potatoes here. We have corn." I'm like, "My bad, bitch. I ain't never been here. <laughs> I didn't read y'all Wikipedia page. My bad. Shit. I, th- I, I know y'all farm something. Y'all farm something. But it was this drug dealer nigga there, bro. He was like, and uh, uh, he was in a wheelchair, and he had that thing where you got to blow to move it. What? Oh yeah, because yeah. he was alcoholic. No, nah, nah, nigga, no, no, no. no, 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 no. Like he was in a wheelchair like, on a, and he like he, he uh, move. paralyzed. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like nigga, he couldn't move shit. Mm-hmm. But was fresh than a bitch, like the drug dealer version of fucking Stephen Hawkins, just sitting in that bitch in the chair, the like drug dealer version of Stephen. He Hawkins. blowing that bitch, man. He was just blowing around there. And everybody was taking pictures with him, and he had a pink mm-hmm. velour on. I was like, yeah, this nigga. Like, I ain't fucking with him. Like, he blowing that thing. Like, he got some shit on his wheelchair. <laughs> I never seen that before, bro. Stephen Hawk was the only nigga I seen with that bitch. This drug dealer nigga had that bitch, bro. I'm going to ask Joy who he was, man. I'm going to have that nigga call into the show. Nigga famous out in Waterloo. He was that nigga. Like, if you would have seen it, I wanted to take a picture with that nigga. I started to ask that nigga. He had a big dumb watch on, bezeled out, diamonds everywhere, shoes clean, on walk. Keep shoes forever. Yeah, them shoes clean. Bitch, don't get dirty mm. at the bottom. You just blow and you go. Mm. My but, boy, my boy in the wheelchair, and he literally, he was like looking at shoes. He was like, "Yeah, what shoes y'all got up there?" And then we was talking about shoes. He's like, "No, nah, they got a white bottom. They get dirty too easy." I'm like, "Nigga, how? Exactly. Like how? Why are you worried about that? Fuck you, ain't got, you keep them forever." Shout out to Prince. This nigga uh, who do plays. He in the wheelchair, and this nigga had on some shoes that was dirty on the bottom. And during the play, this was on stage in the middle of the play. I was like, look, man, I don't know how your shoes getting dirty on the bottom, but if I find out you can walk, I'm whooping your ass. <laughs> and niggas was just fucked up by it. But I didn't care. It was funny. Like, nigga, you in a That's wheelchair. Hilarious. Why your shoes dirty at the bottom? That's hilarious. You out here perpetrating, nigga. You can walk. You be jitting, nigga, when we ain't around. <laughs> jitting when you ain't around. You be jitting when we ain't around, nigga. But uh, Waterloo, I appreciate y'all for having a nigga out there, man. Everybody showed me love. They bought me drinks. They showed my girl a good time. Shout out to the Ramada Inn. That hotel was dirty. We had to spray that bitch down a little bit with uh, alcohol. That's the shit your girl do when you come yeah, around. Yeah, I was going to say, that sound like what your yeah. woman would do. Because I told her. That don't sound like what you would do. Yeah, I told her, like, this is a business trip. We ain't going out here to spend no real money. Right. I'm going to pick I mean, this bag up and leave. But the good thing, though, is it ain't probably no real places to spend no bread. But you can go crazy. Women will find a way to spend some money. Women like yeah. find a way to spend we some money. We in Walmart buying dumb shit like comforters for the crib and shit like that. <laughs> so I'm like, we ain't gonna. Sp-. But then you gotta pass through Chicago, which we ended up stopping okay. in Chicago and fucking okay. around about to spend some real money. Okay, now that's yeah. I give you that. Chicago yeah. is a place where yeah you can yeah you can get on Michigan Ave and and that's where we ended up. The Magnificent Mile. You can go through. I remember uh, one of the tours we had with the rappers and. Um, and they was like, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. I was like, look, y'all better buy some shit. Because I'm not about to be the dude walking down the Michigan Mile with... Uh, Nothing in your hand, no bags, just walking. With a bunch of dudes. It's like, y'all got to cop some shit. We, yeah. ain't, we ain't window shopping. It's like I forced like seven rappers into buying some uh, custom J's and shit damn near. Wow. I, then I look back at it like, damn, man, peer pressure's a motherfucker. Yeah, I'm like, man, fuck you. I don't want these J's. <laughs> But yeah, like it was like that. Pop the tags like a motherfucker. It was lit. We went down there and I was ate. like, but yo, man, you in Chicago. You you in the Nike town. It you gotta to buy some jazz. It costs it costs like any big city like that, New York, LA. I mean not so much LA, but New York, I've been in New York and I've been to Chicago. It just cost to exist. To park your car, it was thirty three dollars. Yeah. It was it's generally if you stay for probably like two 
two, three hours in Chicago, easy, $75 just parking. That ain't yeah. what I'm on. That's not what I'm on, bro. And we found a place to park. It was a Sunday. Guy was with us. And then we went to Geno's East and ate that shit, which it wasn't good to me. Deep, Chicago deep dish is definitely overrated. It's just lasagna with some crust around that bitch. Lasagna with crust. Wasn't good. They fucked mine up because on my half, it was supposed to be in, uh, spinach and goddamn uh, spinach and, and banana peppers. But they uh-huh. somehow ended up putting ground beef on my side. So... It was the meal was gonna be fifty dollars. We ended up paying three. They took it off. So shout out to the uh, the manager over there, at Gino's East, because he did not. He showed us love. He's Y'all like, oh, paid three dollars. The uh, we, just we we got an appetizer. Gotcha, and he basically gotcha. just like give us three, and I tipped the little girl five. I gave her eight. Oh wow. So they showed love, but uh, man, that was a good. We I ain't spent no real money. We drove. We got. We had a good time. We ain't argue. That's the beautiful thing, man. Because you know. <laughs> so one second, the whole sixteen hours. No, I don't know. She she be telling me she trying to do a better job of not bothering me. Because she just a girl. Like a girl. Like, like I told you, nigga, I'm just finna lay in this bed. But we had to go get alcohol to spread on the bed. I'm like, all right, I guess that makes sense. I, me being a nigga, I would have just jumped in that bed and went to sleep. All right. But she was just like, you know, she was like, I'm just trying to, you know, she, and I appreciate the growth. I see what she trying to do. Yeah. She, we didn't argue. We drove. Because, okay. nigga, I'm quick to, bro. I'm an introverted person, bro. If I, 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 dog, comedy has made me that way, bro. I don't be want to talk no more. Like if I once I so come, so do on you stage, listen to your podcast when you on like when you driving on the road or like when what you, do you listen to? When you send it to me, I listen to it. Like once it's up, I listen mm-hmm. to it, and and it's a couple I went back and listened to over again. But yeah, I listen uh-huh. to my podcast. Like if I'm on the road, I'm listening to podcast. I really don't want to listen to myself, but because it's our podcast, I be listening to it to critique it mm-hmm. and be like, what can we do better? Yeah. But once I realize, once we get our formula down, I'm on some Johnny Depp shit. I'm never listening to this again. Mm-hmm. Like once you be like, niggas up, I'm like, hey, y'all's up. Go listen, share, like, mm-hmm. subscribe. But I don't like listening to myself. Ain't that you like listening to yourself? It, it depends on the interview. Like, I mean, some of the interviews I have, it's weird. Like I'm putting out content that fits more for the drive so i got some interviews where it's like hell yeah i want to go back and listen to that immediately it's like music i make music that at times i'm in the vibe for but other times i ain't in the vibe for you know what i mean when i was making more music for the ride obviously i listen to it more when i'm riding and then some music is more for like the crib and then you chill and then some music is more like workout music. I generally don't make that. Like, you don't work out. Doing shit. <laughs> I don't make workout music because you don't work out, nigga, of course. No, I do, I do grind. It's like uh, diet be the shit. So running, I'm big on running. Go to Kari Instagram page and y'all go see what this nigga talking about. Hilarious. Yeah, basically. There you go. This nigga said that. Dez, do you go back and like, how do you have a problem listening to yourself? I don't really care for it. Like, like a lot of my interviews, Clever Vision interviews, or whatever, it's done, it's done. Like, I just leave it alone. It, it's weird. And I'm always over critiquing myself. Like, yeah, I could have did that better, did that better. Then I'm like, why am I even doing this shit? Yeah, you got to do it more. Because I'll be looking at you sometimes in videos. You got to, you got to, the way you move, it fuck with me. What are you talking about, the way I move? <laughs> we had to break it down sometimes. But you kind of got this, you know, some man, your boy, kid, Clever, the way you move your hands. I'm like, that is just not natural. What do you mean? Yo shit just don't look na- oh, Now you gonna have them Not look at the shit for real I think the shit When I don't watch your content I think it's dope I think you Thank should you, Look at it Critique it But also understand like It's an audience for it But being in your own audience Knowing where the functionality of it I think that's the layer of it with Like with your podcast uh-huh. Your podcast I find Easiest to listen to Like The cool thing After I think dark. about this one Is you can you don't have to listen to it all the way through. You can listen to it like in breaks. So I can start 
I can do something, listen to it for 10 minutes, then come back, listen to another 10 minutes or whatever. Like, yeah. I ain't got to go all the way through. Some podcasts I got to sit and listen to all the way through. I don't know if that's good. I don't know if that's a compliment or not. But what I'm telling Dez no, is, is a it's not a it's not a knock. It's just like I be looking at Dez because Dez going to have to get in front of the camera more. You know what I'm saying? Dez done snuck past nigga with his little whole ass 12K. But we ain't going to talk about that. <laughs> but it's like you going to have to get out in front more. And I'm sure it was a point in time where Diddy looked at awkward coming from behind the scenes to the front and to me you move awkwardly and i'm just telling you from a, a that's person, just how, how i move how i know you do my hands. hands i do when no, I, Dez, talk, I talk with my hands Dez, i'm telling you because i know how when i see you just like i'm a, i'm all about natural like what niggas look like when they moving naturally right and that ain't how you naturally move i'm just telling you because i've watched you talk and move and if you if i watch you and show you the way you move when you talking ain't it. You gonna get there the more you get comfortable. Like I don't know if you feel you like you comfortable in front of the camera now. I don't think you are yet. I feel comfortable in front of the camera. But you gonna get to a point where you really look like when you be kicking it and da da like moving, doing your thing, and it's only gonna get better. I'm not just saying you ain't shit. I'm just saying you ain't where you gonna be. Like I be looking. Yeah, at this. I mean it's, it's definitely always growth and yeah, whatever it is. I was just yeah. looking at you. I was like. I hate the way this nigga move. Whatever. <laughs> For real, Josh bro. Crazy. But it's just like, why is he doing that? But it's like, okay, Dez is getting because Dez niggas don't know Dez was trying to do comedy. In I the just beginning. didn't. I just never did it, and I'm saying I won't do it. No, you won't because it's don't not know for you, nigga. Do. How you know what's for me? It, <laughs> Yo, you got, nigga? Like, what? No, what not God, nigga. I just, you, it's one of them things where it's like, it's like the army. You're a Navy SEAL. you like, nigga, everybody can't be a Navy SEAL. Comedy okay. is something different. I mean, I can I can do it. If you, I really wanted to do it, I definitely could do comedy. Do I, what with it? Do stand up. Man, get the fuck out of here. What are you talking I about? Think, like, I bet you, so, what, so, like, what you mean I by doing it? Now, this is what I would say. Do you think the, the, the the bombing could you handle the re- the bombing the rejection of bombing because yeah. that's really you think you could like yeah. sometimes like Chris Rock said the first three times he went up to do comedy he smashed then he said for four straight years he bombed every night that's some shit I mean everybody don't go through that that's some extreme shit that's some shit but yeah now, that's I think that's... he was over exaggerating obviously of course but still to know that you gotta like the the curve is you gonna bomb in the beginning. Way more than you gonna smash. You supposed to be. You su- not supposed to be, but nobody expects you to be good. That's why I tell them niggas. But what I'm saying it is, is when you say you could do stand up comedy, you mean you could do it as far as what? I could do stand up comedy. I could get on stage and tell jokes. Yes, I can do that. And get weird. What do you mean to get weird? Like I mean, anybody can go upstairs and do it. And I mean, I like, can I can do it and eventually do well. Damn. I want I want to make this real. What do you mean you want to make for it real? For you to say like, oh, I could do it. It's like, because I don't think this is a thing anybody can do. And just because you can't, don't mean you ain't shit. It just means it ain't for you. But like, can we make this a real thing to where it's like, all right, bet. You're going to do comedy for six months. You said that I'm going to do comedy for six months? But yeah. I don't think that six months is a good timetable. It's that's no, more so what I would say. Like, I'm would definitely going to work on it. Would you, I, I just don't think that like bombing is like, that's a tough I mean, you you gonna fail at whatever. I'm not scared of failure, but my thing is, I'm over prepared. Whatever it is that I'm doing, I'm calculated. So I want my best opportunity in order to to do it. And I've seen some. But, but this see, my thing with Dez, though. This my stage, thing with Dez, though. Dez don't mm. let go enough. What do you mean I don't let go enough? Like you too guarded. Like you too like like comedy is about being more like. It's different I, styles of comedy though. No, nah, but at yes, the end of the day, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's not different styles of comedy? No, no, no. What I'm saying about it's a different styles, different ways of expressing yourself. But what I'm saying is uh, the good stand-up comedians are people who can go up there and kind of be vulnerable. And you kind of be like, oh, I can connect with this person. Like, 
you do a good job of connecting with people to get like, you know, if you interview somebody, it's like, okay, bet, I can delve in deep enough to get these people to understand what it is that's going on with this person. You good at that. Almost like, ain't that a proxy? No, I don't think that's a proxy. A proxy is know. the voice of the people. That's when they ask a question. A proxy that's, is like something that's like adjacent to something that it's closer to like what you just gave an example to. Uh, so like it like you can bounce things off a proxy and then the proxy kind of Yeah, keep it rolling. Like a good late night talk show, you very talented at that. But I just say as far as comedy go, to like I mean, yeah, could you go up there and probably write some stuff or go up there and say it and do whatever? I just don't think you could do it. Okay. That's that's good. That's good you feel like that. I don't think you'll be shit. Okay. I just realized that, dog. Like, yeah. What should you text me here for? I don't think you could do it. You don't think I can do it? I don't like, I mean, and I mean, I just don't think you could. That's that's cool. Because we might we might see. We might see one day. I want to see know. though. I want you to prove me wrong. Like I always say this. He come to open mics like tonight. Well, tonight, whatever. When, on Monday nights, we would go to New Way. And I'll be like, nigga, this is an open mic ain't never come in. Go up. And Dad's just be like, nah, we laugh. He'd say he would. I want you to go. I mean, up. it's just getting it's just getting structured down. Like I say, I don't have no structure, no, no nothing. So it's just getting that stuff down in order to to do it. Damn, dog. I don't think you'll be shit at comedy. That's cool. That's cool that you think that. <laughs> I think that the main reason me crazy. I, I don't think I don't you would do no it way. just because, like, I mean, you got so many other skill sets connected to it, and yeah. I think your passion is you got so many other skill sets connected to like what you want to do with delivering content. Yeah, like, I think and that I'm you hosting, are more. Um, I'm hosting Patience um, album release party. Yeah, I'm hosting that. Oh, Shout that's out to dope. That's what's up. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Dads can do all but that. This is what I'm but saying. Just like, not comedy. No, 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 no. I think you I think I think you could if you want to. I just don't know if you put the time into that when you got so many other irons in the fire. You know what I'm saying? I just know too like, much about this. Kind of like Judd Apatow. Now he's going back to stand up like right now after he's produced all those films with Adam Sandler yeah. and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like but he's to get back into stand up, he's had to like pull back from producing movies and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. But like would you pull it. back from would you pull back from what you got going to devote to the stage? Because, like, if you had the option and opportunity. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely But you, you kind of feel what I'm saying? Like, if yeah, you had yeah, the option and opportunity to, to keep moving with Clever Vision, like, as you say, like, if Nick Cannon had the interview going and he mm-hmm. liked what you did and he's like, yo, man, let's let's make a web series together. And that would take a devotion of, like, hours and time. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think um, a big thing with me is I get I get lost because... I'm always the person doing the structure. I'm always yeah. the person mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah. So it's just like, why you, why you not running around here laughing and doing all this? Because I, I got to make sure it run right. Yeah. No, yeah. Dan's got a definitely got a sense of humor, but I know a lot of funny niggas that they just can't do stand up. Like, but I think he even can come up with skits and all of that other stuff. But I'm just saying, like, but that's different to your stand up. I agree, but I'm that's just saying, I'm saying more that's so. A different I think he muscle. could pull it. I think he could pull it off just with premise. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, I, re- I, res- time I respect the it. I respect the art, but it's like, do I feel like I can do it and eventually get good at it? Yeah, definitely. But I would mean, you devote the time to it? Yeah, if I, yeah, yeah, and it's definitely a lot of time got to be devoted to it. But I just, you know, you look at a nigga like I just don't see Dez being able to do. It. Like I look at Will Smith and be like, Will Smith funny, but I don't think that nigga could do stand up. Like he could go up there like, and everybody said it. Eddie Murphy even said that he was like. I mean, I'm funny, but he stopped. And once you stop, you kind of lose it. He like, I go up there and they're going to applaud for like five minutes and give yeah, me a stand ovation. Yeah, too much pressure. He yeah. Was but but yeah, it's but like, would Eddie really hit the stage? And put, like, would he out of time? Would, would he Eddie got nothing but time on his hands because he got money. But, but no, would he devote the time? 
That's the question. Why? Because stand up is so. That's what I'm saying. Stand up. This shit hard. That's why it's kind of like I ain't. There's my nigga, and I'm saying that I ain't trying to harm. But it's like this shit ain't for everybody. Like I've sacrificed a lot to get to where I'm at, and I ain't really nowhere. So it's like. I understand that it, like, it take a certain type of nigga, a special type of nigga to do this, or but, a woman. When I say nigga, I mean that well, in, in regards to just whoever doing this. And it's one of the things that everybody couldn't do. And just like, and, and that's the thing but about my, comedy, the shit that you said, like, I think I do it. You know what I mean? Like, every night we meet a nigga who think they can do what we do. No, I'm just saying, I know if I put the time in, I could do it. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. But with comedians, most comedians don't want other people to be funny. They don't want other people to be funny. Who you think, who you think is that? It's, it's certain comedians. I'm not going to name names. Name names. No, it's not necessarily do that. Okay, yes, it we is. Can, we can go straight to this whole but thing no, with, with Cat Williams versus Tiffany Haddish. Have you seen that that whole yeah, back that. and forth? That, What's your hold opinion on, we, on we that? We'll get on that, but okay, I'm just okay, saying, okay. let's go. We Because I definitely want to get on that because that's what I want to talk about. But what was okay. you saying? But what I was saying was that, like, yeah, a lot of times people feel like that and comedians feel like they, they want, a lot of times other comedians, comedians want to see other people fail doing what they're doing. Mm. And it's just like, that's This niggas out here like that. That's I mean, bullshit. I we like, watch this nigga about to get up there and bomb. I'm like, oh, who yeah. want to see that well, shit? It's a lot of fucked up people in the world, and it's comedy just as a smaller example of what the world is. Because you know, now, we, we, now we, let me say this though: what? seeing a comedian bomb and seeing a rapper get booed, it's a different art form. Like it's like watching a weird car crash. It's almost like a, it's like, oh man, I want to see how they gonna try to get out of this shit. Like I've seen, why would a rapper both. get booed? Oh man, I've seen a lot of rappers get booed, bro. It's like, is this the song? Like, you know what I'm saying? It can be the there. song. It can be the the music was low. It could be people just being disinterested. Like seeing rappers and comedians bomb collectively, it's like it's a it's an art form within itself. Like just looking at like how they how they figure like with the human dynamic, like what they gonna do. And then even after a comedian bombs, like do they lead a club or do they stand in the back with the few comedians that they cool with? Yeah. Do they have the attitude to be like, man, fuck it. I'd rather have a nigga keep keep the same energy whatever you do. Like nigga, if you a type of nigga that rip and you stayed around and you yuck it up with niggas like, oh, well, I did good. When you bomb, do the same thing. Now, if you a nigga who, when you rip, you just get the fuck up and leave, and then you bomb, get the fuck up and leave and do that. Like JD do that a lot. JD mm-hmm. is a nigga who like, if he don't do good, JD a nigga who if he really ripping, he walk around like he the greatest nigga ever do comedy. <laughs> but when he bomb, he like a, he just like this 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 fucking puppy and he just looks sad and wounded. And you go bomb. That's the thing. I don't want niggas get to listen to me thinking I'm just God's gift to the game. Nigga, I'm, I'm trying to get better every day. I know you're supposed to bomb. You gotta bomb, nigga, because if you ain't bombing, you ain't growing. Mm-hmm. So my thing is humble yourself. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That, and just, that's that's a big thing. Yeah, yeah, humble yourself and now, take, let me ask take you your knocks. And then this is what I've seen too, because especially as skillful as you are, like, because the bombing generally takes takes place when you try those new jokes. Yeah. But you got enough jokes in your arsenal where you could kill most nights if you wanted to. But then when do you take the chances to know I'm gonna try something new? He always be trying stuff. Man. Yeah, but but what? what niggas don't know too. I go to open and there's no this though, but I go to open mics. Like niggas around here only perform on shows that's like. Detroit don't have a uh, if you like like Kool Aid shit bakers, that ain't no open mic. That's a show. People pay money in some form to show their appreciation. Like they put money in a bucket, or people pay. Like niggas only doing shows that people pay to come to because they only want to perform in front of audiences. They not trying to get good. Them niggas don't get good, and they go up and try new shit and bomb in front of motherfuckers. I go to open mics where you supposed to be where nigga you trying new shit out, so you might do eighty percent of your material might not work. So. 
that's what I and that's why I get mad at open mic sometimes because people are coming here and be heckling comedians. But I'm like, nigga, this will we come to get good. So when you see us at the Fox or you see us at the Marble Bar, mm-hmm. that niggas look at us and be like, oh. He worked that joke out because that's what we do. We crafting this shit here. We putting this shit together, and it's a one man. It's a you know what I'm saying. It's a one man machine. That's what make the art form the most difficult because you're gonna deal with hecklers as you work that as you working out what you work out, Mm -hmm. and that's what I'm saying. Like. I don't know if most people, especially like as many talents as you got, Dez, and you got other stuff going, would you want to deal with all of them hecklers saying shut the fuck up? We gonna make Dez get on stage. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And then night after night after night after night, as you can't even work out what you're working on, <laughs> because especially in Detroit, I done seen certain people heck when uh, heckle everybody. when when Blackberry did Mandy's for a while. It was I saw Craig Capone up there one time deal with like a whole. It was a whole birthday party, and he just like had to battle all of them. I was like, God damn, yeah. I was like, God, that's damn, what come with the is... game, and that's the shit I be saying. But he like walked right on. It's like from introduction. Bam. But that's what the shit you saying is. Every I think niggas think they can do comedy in the perfect situation, and they're not always gonna be perfect. And not and this is what I'm gonna say about that is nobody wants to do comedy in a place where it's never gonna be conducive for it. Like right. we do comedy to do it in the best circumstances. But what I'm saying is to get good so that you can go do them kind of shit. You, you gotta, gotta deal, deal with that with that shit. And yeah. I would be I ain't gonna say you can't do it. I would I would be. It, It'll be interesting to see you have to deal with those situations and see you put I mean, out there. Yeah. I mean, it definitely takes time and, and grooming. And there's certain people that are still not super amazing with dealing with hecklers. And they oh, still yeah. are. And, and I said you got to be good to deal with the hecklers to be good at comedy. But I would just like to see you because I see you in situations where you always under control and and you always even kill. And it'd be like comedy kind of it show it puts you in some grace under pressure. Yeah, shit. Like that like, time when uh, uh, Jeff said, old girl threw a dildo at him. That shit like, you gotta play with. That's Imagine weird. Imagine that day. You up there with your lens, your lens glasses you on, play with it, and a dildo hit you and knock your brim to the side a little bit. And it's like, but you know, I, we gonna set that up. I want a, we gonna see. I, we gonna do that. We gonna be dead on stage. That nigga said, "I want to see him fail." He not, try, he not trying. He's not trying to set me up in a way where I can win. He's no. like, "I want to prove to you that you can't do this shit." And I told you that. He's just like, what if, you, if you were supposed to be the greatest comedian in the world, I'm here to support that all the motherfucking way. Like, cause what God got for you, He got for you, and He got for me, He got for me. So I ain't the nigga who be like, "Man, I want to see this nigga do bad." I'm just like this with comedy. Niggas take what it is we do for granted and everybody think they can do it. And you've been around enough to know that everybody can't. Do you realize I went to Howard University to be a radio broadcasting major, bro, and niggas is strippers are on the radio and doing shit like that? So it's like, I get it. I get it. That's but, anything but they, with entertainment. They, okay, the strippers are on the radio, but it, it does show improve. It's sort of like the Instagram comedian. Like, it shows and improves when you see, like, the... Um, when you see the professional, like when you hear the professional radio broadcast host, and it, and it just proves, like, but what, you I'm, sit, but you what listen, I'm saying is, yeah, yeah, like, what, what, what was you gonna say? But what I'm saying is, Big Greg and Delicious are hosting the same parties. That's that's exactly what I'm saying. He went to school for that. He has radio resume where he's really groomed and went to school for four years to mm-hmm. do it and still do it. So that's anything with the crab. Like, if you get salty at that or mad at that, then no, 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 you don't no, need no, to be no. in the game, period. No, no, no. It ain't nothing salty about that. It's just. It's just with, I don't, I mean, mm. I mean, the whole radio thing is, I don't think, 
I don't think people look at the radio and buy, oh, I can be on the radio. Delicious on the radio because she got a draw. Niggas think they can do comedy because they all think they're funny. Hey, nobody look at radio and like, I could do the radio. Because I think a lot of niggas do that. A lot of niggas do that. You're just unaware of that. I've never, I've never, I've never heard a nigga like, man, I could just be on the radio. I just know as far as comedy go, comedy is a thing that everybody knows somebody that's funny or everybody feels they're funny. So you get a, a lot, lot of, of stuff like that. Modeling is like that. One summer, everybody was a photographer. Everybody shoot videos. Now, everybody mm-hmm. do all this stuff. Well, that's some trendy shit. But I'm just saying, as far as comedy goes, if you went around and asked niggas anything, niggas really think they could do comedy. Like, niggas look at comedy as some shit like, anybody can do that. Anybody can do that. Like, to be a model... In reality, like this, this is what I say to be a model because you used that before. Like to be a model, you might be a model. In reality, to be a model, you know what they're looking for. It used to, it's changed over time, but used to be a model, tall, slim. This is what you look like. You gotta be able to do this. You gotta be able to do that. But then so, Lane Bryant that's, that that, that's what I'm saying. But that changed everything. But what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, to be a model, it's a certain discipline and all that stuff you have. Niggas look at comedy like, man, I just get drunk, get on stage, and just talk some shit. That's how it is. You can't just go get on nobody's radio station. You can't be like, oh, I want to do radio. I can do it. Comedy is one of those things you, you can actually... You can't just get on anybody's stage either, though. That's what I'm saying. You can you can definitely do that. Niggas can easily go up and go grab a mic, Des. Like, definitely. It's way easier for a nigga to just go out there and be like, I'm going to try comedy than to rap. Like, you can... No way. No way. It definitely is, Des. No way. Not with Fruity Dez. Loops and everything Dez. like that. You, you can't can... just easily just... You can rap... Get on Instagram. You can record a, a video bro, on your it's phone. It's a fact. You can just walk anywhere and be like, I want to try comedy. Like, tonight. Nigga can go to New Way and be like, mm, I'm going to do comedy. A nigga can be sitting there drunk and be like, I'm going to do comedy. A nigga can't be in a studio and be drunk and be like, I'm going to go record an album. You can, like, go, you can go to a, um, a, any. You can go to the Bullfrog. You can go to all those places and go to an open mic and just perform. You can record yes. some shit on your I phone. I feel you. I feel you. It. But I'm telling you, like, if we was to ask some people, I feel like, personally, niggas think comedy like you just ain't finna. Even if I, you go sing karaoke, I do. Even think if you that, sing karaoke, you're not a singer. You just sing karaoke. Most people think the barriers of entry in the comedy are lower than most. Now, with that being said, the barriers of entry in hip hop clearly are pretty low as well. It's more niggas trying to be a rapper than it is to be a comedian. Now, I definitely think it's more people trying to be rappers than comedians. Well, that's because it's cool now. Most niggas don't even know where a comedy show is, or they do comedy in Detroit. But the average person, nigga, mm-hmm. doesn't. Freestyle or rap? Yeah, yeah, they have rap and they exactly. freestyle and everything. Now, now, where would they know where a rap show is? I feel like I most know. most people would because you, you hear so? you hear about it more than normal. You hear about it on the radio. You like, hear it's where always, they could actually I don't hear perform the rap shows on the radio. Where they could actually perform or where they could go see Migos. It's more hip hop open mics than it is yeah, comedy it is. open mics. But I'm just saying, but I don't think I don't think that's true. I don't think, I don't people think that's know. true. Because you coming from a base of a nigga who's in the music business in the music world. Now you only talking about what comedy in general. It's white rooms. It's black rooms. Like first time I met Jay Will, he was in a white room. So, I mean, who knows the number of whatever in Detroit? I, I feel but like- I think about when I think about rap. And this is why this is why I think it's easy like niggas would think it's easy to do comedy. When you rap, what you need to do, what do you need to rap? You need a beat. You need a, you need somewhere you need a beat, you need somewhere recorded. Of course it's so accept, it's acceptable. Not I mean like the the access is uh yeah, yeah, very, you know, so it's very easy lower. way yeah. to find access to it now. But to do comedy, you literally just have to show up and you ain't gotta pay nothing. It's almost like what sport is that? Like baseball, anybody can play baseball, but it takes more money to get baseball going. You need gloves, you need bats, you need balls. To who? Basketball to, is probably the cheapest sport to play. Pick up a basketball, you shoot. Play mm-hmm. football, you need pads, you need that. Comedy, you legit, but like, 
you like tonight need to be at the bar. I'm about to go up. It don't cost me nothing. But to rap, all right, you know I, what I'm saying? I to, could literally download a beat on my phone and freestyle on it, and that's a, a record. Yeah, you recorded. could. But, you that, could. but that's what I'm you saying. Could. But you, you, but you talking about as of now? As long as counting, has it always been that easy? To what do music? Yeah, has no, it always been like in the '80s? Hold, hold tight, in the '80s, could you just be like, oh, I'm about to download a beat. I'm about to record it. I'm about to put it out. I'm about, and everybody get to hear. We talking about now. Comedy been like this forever. Like as long as it's been comedy, niggas been like, I'm funny. I can do that shit. I can do that shit. Comedy, nigga. I'm about to go up. Niggas heckle. Uh, nigga, you ain't rapping. You ain't that no rap battle, nigga. Like, man, I can rap battle. Move, nigga. Uh, one fish, move fish. Three fish, four fish. Them niggas get heckled, though. I mean, they get heckled, but niggas just heckling for whatever reason. It's ain't less, no nigga like I can it's rap. Less it's less heckling I've seen and. It's less heckling. I've seen booing and I've seen dismissive nature. Like I've seen rappers get on stage and the whole I think this may happen in comedy a lot too. I've seen this, but the whole crowd will move or leave. You know, while rappers are on stage and stuff like that. So And why are they leave? But is this because battle rapping like, yeah. or is this like niggas coming at a concert? Like that's the it thing could be about like rap. open mic. It could be it could be showcasing. It could be a mix of different things. You know, I done seen a lot of I done seen a lot of car crash rap shows. And rap performances. I and, say. and you know what I think else is too? I think niggas don't take into consideration what goes in the comedy. I think they might not go up there and say some shit. Rap, even though we can say rap is whatever it is now, you just don't be like, man, I can do what Drake do. I can do what Jeezy do. I can do that. I just think people look at comedy as a lord, as like the lowest rung. Uh, of, of, of our performance. They like, man, I go up there and talk some shit like, yeah. it's comedians now, you know, go up there. I mean, sure, rap now because it's so huge and everybody got access to whatever. Mm. Niggas just saying whatever on microphone now. I, I can get that for the average nigga you saying that about comedy, but me, uh, the example of me, me, somebody that's been curious about it since, nigga, high school, 12th grade year, um, and I've been around it as long as I have, and I've literally invested in events yeah. where I didn't make money time and time after again in order to still be around it because I care about it that much. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, it's a, it's a difference between me and then just a regular nigga walking up and down the street. Oh, no, I feel you. I haven't, I haven't done it because, I don't know, like I said, just trying to prepare for it and overthinking. I'm an overthinker so, so what you're saying is is that all this stuff that you're doing as far as investing in the comedy and all that is because eventually you want to start doing comedy. It's, I love comedy. It's not necessarily that I necessarily want to do it. You ask me, could I do it? I honestly feel like I could if I put the time and the effort into it. But we gonna make it happen, man. And whether you flourish or whether you feel, I mean, it ain't like you gonna really go do no gear and get into it. I just wanna see you gonna stay and see what you gonna say and how you gonna act. For sure. That'll be. That's gonna be funny to me. Whether whatever happened, I'm gonna just be laughing because I'm be like, this nigga really on stage. But that nigga Josh love telling. Oh, this nigga wanted to do comedy at one point. He loved yeah, saying that. Like, nigga, why? But no, like, that don't come up no more. Like Dez was around at Zetas. No, the I was at, um, yeah, I went, I went with y'all there, but I went, um, no, what's the, what's the spot next to the Detroit seafood market uh, that used to exist? It was an open mic. Rhino, um, damn. I went um, with you there. You went with me? Yeah. I, and then y'all were doing the joint that Taste um, Pizza Bar too. Yeah, with Heather J. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. And, but I don't ever remember you saying you want to do comedy. I only remember you talking about it at Zeta's and they were like, you going to go up? I feel like you went up one day. No, I didn't go up. The list was full. <laughs> That's funny. This nigga did, yeah, man. Dez wanted to do comedy. That nigga Josh went from being encouraging to the, oh, this nigga wanted to do it one day. That nigga was like, Dez, you funny, man. Just go down there and, and try, it, man. You just, you just gotta go up. But you just no, gotta go up. No, no, no. That's my thing. Like that's what niggas don't get because 
once you start sacrificing so much for something and then you hear niggas come around like I want to do it, it's like, nigga, well, if this your dream and you want to do it, I'm going to support you. But as soon as I get an inkling that this ain't really what you're doing, because nigga, this like, like nigga, blood, sweat, and tears, like arguing with my girl, uh, my mom, my baby mama because of sacrifices and shit I'm missing. So for a nigga to come and say, oh, I can do this or I want to do this. It's all right, the, it makes you feel dismissive. Yeah, it's like, like alright, I'm here to yeah. help you, like nigga, because I'm still trying to get where I'm going, but nigga, I'm gonna point you in the right direction. Yeah. But then when you ain't really with it, it's like, fuck you, nigga, you ain't really trying to do this because this is what I do for real. Like this shit in yeah, me, nigga. I get, I get it. Like so I said, it, it ain't me. Yeah, it ain't me saying you can't do it. It's just my 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 attitude towards niggas who or anybody who doing it is like, nigga, well, if you ain't really serious about it. Then ain't that much for us to talk about. Right. I mean, like, my example is this, bro. Like I said, I went to Howard University for radio, TV, and film. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've, I've worked for every radio station in Detroit over 10 years plus working in radio or whatever. And so when, when you got the opportunity to work for Howard 107.5, I'm like, nigga, I'm going to tell you everything I possibly can to make sure oh, you yeah. do a good job there. I'm not going to be like, this nigga Josh ain't never worked in radio. Yeah. I don't think he could do that. I don't think this and that. Nigga, I'm going to supply you with everything I have to help you win. That's mm -hmm. all I'm saying. And that's just the type of nigga I am. Mm -hmm. I don't cut. I appreciate though, that. I can't say this, though. In, that, in those worlds, so much stuff in radio has changed since even when you went to school and when you were more in that game. Like, every day, radio is changing because of what we're doing right now with podcasting, different forms yeah, of definitely. content creation. And that's why they should so, have a podcast. You know, I, I think it's, uh, you know, it's a lot of, and we talk, me and Dad's already in talks about doing video-based content mm -hmm. because I think that a web series fits more of where he is interested in with Clever Vision. You know what I mean? The, the vision part more so than just the audio. Mm -hmm. Adding on to that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, yeah, we're going to get Dez on stage. I wonder if niggas really want to hear this conversation that we have. But this what I don't you, know. But no, it's I a real so, conversation, Because it's though. podcast, bro. Like, like, that's why I listen to podcasts to hear motherfuckers talk about shit that be entertaining to me. Like, you know, it's people that just want to listen to people have a conversation and they can apply this to whatever they're dealing with in their life. So, right. you know, if you, if you don't want to hear this, fast forward to the next shit we've been talking about. And you brought up the the... the the Cat Williams and Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany well, Haddish. Well, they, they, they mentioned, it, but he went, you know, talking Kevin Hart. But Cat was more so talking about uh, how his independent investment and what he's done with his specials and Cat's perspective on different things and where he stands as a writer in comedy mm -hmm. and that he writes most of his material and more so uh, looking at Tiffany Haddish as if it was like, I guess, people. Like, uh, like she was, skipped a lot of steps. Well, skipping steps, but more so, it was uh, it was people that green light green lit a lot of her success. What I would say, I personally feel, first off, I think Cat Cat is uh, in a lot of ways. It's hard to even rate where he's at because that shit wack, in, bro. In in business, he's done a lot of things. Mm. Now, on the flip side, it's so easy to take for granted anybody because we all are are given opportunities through other people yeah you know we all are given opportunities from other people and it's easy to forget where you know who are those people that open the doors for us or to justify like well you know they gave me an opportunity but in reality they got as much off of me or more off of me than i got off of them mm -hmm. so along the way cat williams was given opportunities from other people too like mm -hmm. wilding out you know what i'm saying he yeah. was giving wilding out through nick through nick cannon uh, he was on uh, Tracy Morgan's show. I mean, Cat Williams in his trajectory of where he went in success, and he still put in the work. You know, it was people that gave him opportunities, and I feel like right now, different people are giving Tiffany opportunities. And my thing is, like, who set the tone about how much is enough work to be put in? Some people get on working, doing comedy, 
three, four years. Some people it take it takes longer than that. So it's just like who set that tone? No, no, they didn't put enough work in. Like who the fuck are you? And like to to say that about somebody? If somebody is doing the style of comedy that you feel like they could be doing better and you mastered that style, reach out to them and be like, yo, you ever thought about doing this or you ever thought about doing that? Don't just sit and, and hate on another black person that's trying to win and feed their family. No, that's the I argument of like, they say like Hollywood only wants like one successful black person at a time, especially in comedy. So now what you're saying, I hear what you're saying, Dez, but the argument generally comes back from most comedians that I hear uh-huh. is like, they only want one person popping or popular or with opportunities at a time so meaning that the opportunity is so scarce when you get that light shined on you and at one point in time that light was shined on cat williams right then it's like it it becomes competitive just due to it's less opportunities for black comedians nigga you had your turn that's Uh, that's how i feel put it like this I, I listened to the uh the interview whatever i just i heard people talking about it because he says my little reel then i finally found a video I don't think he was hating because this is what I say. I feel like Cat Williams know what his lane is in comedy, and 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 I think that's what it, like the whole conversation started off with him about you know I was on my fifteenth hundred city tour when I got my two million dollar deal to shoot my special mm-hmm. that they paid me three hundred thousand doing Jacksonville. I think he just and that's and, and we throw the word hater around a lot. I don't think he was hating. I just think he just gave his opinion on how he felt. I don't think he said fuck her. She shouldn't be here. I just think he was like, she didn't really do nothing special to get to where she got. And he's a nigga who's in a position to say that. Like, you can almost say that. I mean, can you say he ain't Kevin Hart? Yeah, but he, Cat Williams, he still did his thing. He carved his lane out. I don't know if it was hate, because in my opinion, I don't see where he, you know, where he, he ain't losing. Like, he don't, like, she ain't taking no money out his mouth. You know what I'm saying? She ain't taking no money out his kid's pocket. So I felt like he just Cat Williams a nigga who say what the fuck he want to say. He get whether he high drunk or whatever. I don't know what he be on. I think he just be speaking his motherfucking mind. I don't think it was hey. I think he was just saying. I ain't saying none of it was true. Cause then he start talking about motherfuckers was ugly and it's like nigga, you ain't the most handsome nigga in the world. Right. So I just think Cat Williams just got into a strong opinion about shit and he been doing comedy so long that he just speak on it from a position of where he came from and he had his success. He was never gonna be a leading man. He was never gonna be this because of the rules of Hollywood. But maybe if he did his own thing and put it and create his own vehicle, it'd be something different. But Cat Williams going on tour, people gonna go see him. And Cat Williams was like probably one of the funniest niggas we done seen. I think I think he the way he did it, but like you say, he speaks his mind. He from the same Cincinnati neighborhood as my pops, Avondale and shit. Yeah, man. It's like hood is all get up. But um but he does speak his mind. I think with it, he could have provided a more, um, a more, like, a more balanced perspective of it. I, I do agree what, with you. I think but what he I said about what he was saying, he he said it in a he said it in a way that could be looked at that was like degrading to her. But he also honored the fact that a lot of black women. Don't get those opportunities in Hollywood and especially through comedy. Yeah, and the he could have did that without yeah. like the great. He could have been like, Help yo, her. it's That's dope my that thing. Tiffany is here, but it's other people that deserve those platforms and those opportunities. I too. think that's, yeah, that's what you're saying. Cause now you see that she in this, she in that, she in that. So it's like what she's doing. And I ain't no big fan of the, uh, Tiffany Haddish, but she, she winning, so keep winning. Right. But it's, I think he was saying like, you can plug any bitch in there. And that movie would have did what it was going to do. It, Tiffany Haddish didn't bring nothing different. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think he was just like, that's any ratchet. She just saying a bunch of ratchet shit. It's one of them in Detroit. 
You could have put just hilarious there. She would have did that. You could have took her out, put that girl. It's my boyfriend, whatever her name is. I, I don't know none of these Instagram girls' names. Be Simone. Be Simone. Be Simone. You could have plugged her in. You could have plugged in Lala Scissorhands or whoever in that role. Just read this shit and be this person. You gonna get off. It was just Tiffany Haddish got the opportunity for whatever reason. And maybe he know what's going on in the inner workings of Hollywood to know why she got there. He tried to say because she fuck with white niggas and they was like, all right, cool. Maybe as a producer, she might fuck me. But whatever the fuck case might have been, he just said a lot of shit. I don't think it came from nowhere we was hating on. I don't think he said she shouldn't be getting it. I think he was just like, some other motherfuckers out here too. I feel like my question is, would he still answer questions this exact same way if he was on top right now? And I don't think he would. I don't I think do. he would answer them He like did that. it back in the day. I think he, he, did. he definitely, I mean, he was talking about the Illuminati when he was back selling out tours. So I, I think Cat. I ain't never the, heard him say nothing about, I'm not saying that he didn't, but I ain't never heard him say nothing like remember, disrespectful uh, about another comedian. Steve Harvey? And he yeah. did the comedy battle here in Detroit. He yeah. wasn't he on top of the game at that point? Yeah, that nigga. He he man. said he was better than him. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So that's just how Cat Williams was, dog. He just talked that kind of shit, and it's just like if you gonna love it or hate it or hate it, you know. Like in my opinion, he's funnier to me than Kevin Hart. But of course, he can't say nothing about. It. I mean, he say little shit about. I think he says about Kevin Hart niggas like he hates yeah, he you know. Oh, people get when. When people look at you like, oh, you ain't popping no more, you just hating. So I guess once you ain't, if you ain't popping no more, you just can't have an opinion. No, well, you, I, definitely, nobody, you definitely can. You can't have no opinion on nobody when you ain't popping because that's what it feel like to be like. No, as long as it's not coming off bitter. If it's coming off bitter, then that's a problem. I that's think it's going to come off bitter. I think people going to always say it's coming off bitter because they're going to be like, you just say, oh, they're looking at Mike Epps. Mike Epps said something about Kevin Hart. They're like, oh, he ain't doing Friday no more, so such and such, such and such. I just, you know, you just can't have an opinion. But Mike Epps, but. I mean, this is where, like, I guess we need to look at platforms, too, at, especially as black people. And I'm, I'm about to get in the Kari bag. But when you know that when you know that you're going to be given a platform where it will be given more light because what you're going to do is be can be looked at screwed or changed around like you're attacking the character of another black person we just got to be more mindful about yeah. how we deliver that information as far as i'm concerned now i don't think it's no way you can say I it. feel it's not a, it's that's not, how i feel i don't care how good you are with words if you say if you got an opinion about somebody somebody gonna say you hate i think yeah it will be but it's a way to deliver it where people will go back and say all right i feel where he coming from and i don't think that that's shout hate. out to tiffany had she doing her thing out here yeah. next question yeah, I think definitely shout out to her. He didn't even say nothing then. I mean, yeah. if, if that's I'm, what I'm saying is, if Cat Williams felt the way he felt, why does he have to say that? Like, if he if he truly feel like uh, I put a bunch of people on the road and Tiffany Haddish ain't the funniest person in the world, but for some reason she getting offered this, that, and the third. But if he feels that way, why he can't say that? Why does he have to do the media thing and be like shout out to her? Because it ain't enough of us winning, and it's just like why why well, shit on another that, one? Him saying that ain't stopping her from winning. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, it ain't helping her. It ain't helping him, and it ain't helping her. So why say it? But if it's something you want to say, because why can't what, he say it? What Josh it's, is saying is that's on his heart and yeah. that's on his mind. Because it's more so like that's the that's the style of comedy. I think it's different styles of comedy, and I do think that team. Like I always go back to this team has a whole lot to do with this. So some of those opportunities that'll be given will be given just because of relationships. Because I can straight up tell you, I plan on working with you guys for years. Yeah. So it may be. Like another person could say, yo, it's I, I do this better than Dez or I do that better than Josh. And it's like, well, I ain't got no relationship with you. So, so just due to the relationship and the that that I got right now, 
I'm going to give any opportunity through Dez. And then maybe it's like, okay, you can work on this project me and Dez going to do together with this web series. And then after we work on the web series together, now I build a relationship with you and then we can work. But mm -hmm. I think that happens a whole lot in many places, not just Hollywood, but it's seen as if like certain people are blocking certain people. But when you look at certain certain agents, you look at certain agencies, you look at managers, you look at booking agents, uh, mm. booking agencies, like it's a lot of stuff that like people come together and people are doing business with people that they've been doing business with for a while. And then they have different relationships with different entertainers or artists or whatever. And that's what they're going to work with. Yeah. It's just, I, it I is just what think it is. He, you, you can't, I mean, I don't know how you feel about Cat Williams. I'm just like, you can't just be, People just gonna speak their mind, and he just a motherfucker who's always spoke his mind. So you can't say, "Oh man, you can't speak your mind no more." Then he just wouldn't be Cat Williams no more. Yeah. That's almost like Pac. You can't say everything you want to say. But it's like nigga, he wouldn't have been Pac if he didn't say what he. If no, he I'm say not saying. Say. I'm just saying that it's just like when it's in a way of where it's it sounds like you should know somebody that's that's in the process of growing or just start getting money that came from nothing like you did i feel like that's bullshit whereas what josh is saying is that's his personality period because that's how he always been so he'll never he'll never step back and say damn is people gonna look at this like it is hating because cat williams just gonna say whatever the fuck is on his heart yeah. no matter what because that's just the style of which his that's his breakdown like when he was on the radio saying like yo this illuminati shit is real and hollywood is with it and they trying to kill us as black people like you know what i'm saying i think he said that, that on stupid. big boy show. he might be high i think he, he said might that be on big boy show. That shit. That so you stupid. just you just take what you get from a motherfucker like that like that's why you love cat williams that's why cat williams cat williams and kevin hart is kevin hart you know what I mean? yeah because like, kevin hart would never do yeah nothing it's like, like that. you know what kevin hart gonna do he's 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 situated himself in a way where i ain't gonna move kevin hart gonna say that Kevin Hart would be like, what you think about Tiffany Haddish? Even if you feel a way about her, shout out Tiffany. She's doing her thing. Yeah, that's exactly. And I think he did come back and he said that. Even with all the Mike Epps stuff, he's like, God bless you, Mike, and all of that. And, yeah. and Mike going to come back and say, he's still corny and he still ain't funny and he don't deserve nothing. And then so, Kevin so going to come back and say, God bless you, because this is their, whether it, whatever, this is the character they portray for the public. People gonna just say what they say. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's the same thing as you know. I don't know, man. It's just all about what you went to. Like I'm all about people saying whatever they gonna say. If you got something to say about me, say that shit. You know what I mean? Like that's your opinion or whatever. Whatever going on with you, cool. That nigga said that it is what it is. And Tiffany respond. How did she respond? And I don't think she lost no people by saying that. Now I can say this though. When he talked about going on tours and different things, and you can speak more to this, and I'm not. Tiffany Bond when she the came business, here. The, no, I'm gonna say I'm not. No, but even I'm just saying what he said. I'm saying what he said was some truth to it because, like Tiffany, literally bond. Like when she came here, she like mm -hmm. right off of the whole momentum of the, the thing. Yeah, yeah, she did strip. not do good. Yeah, and and he was like, name a Tiffany Haddish joke that you do remember. And it's like, I mean, we only really know her from popping in the movies. And all right, but with that being said, though. I think also when you get booked on shows and you get booked on tours, a lot of that kind of still deals with the relationships that you have and the machine will kind of put you into place. But it's a certain ebb and flow of different different shows that are going on because mm. I've been hearing like this whole Martin tour. I've been hearing Martin been bombing every city. I heard that, too. You know what I'm saying? And that's Martin. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I heard it's too. put together by the uh it's put together by basically the same agencies and it's a lot of it's a lot of comedians that are under that same agency that are coming together working and they're working this tour. And I'm I think I'm not to I mean this is more the business of comedy. So like 
some of the business of comedy will put different things on stage and different people in places where people comedians can say i sold this out and i sold that out but it's like if the machine is behind you sometimes people gonna buy them tickets because it's, it's around valentine's day and you just happen to have the black comedy show and you the headliner black people is gonna go so who, out for valentine's day no matter what so who's the machine and who's like who, who we talking about we talking about i mean it's a series of different agencies no, mean, no 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 what i'm saying is like when you talk about somebody got a machine behind them or you talk about maybe cat is boosting his stats because he's saying that, or are you talking about Tiffany? Like, I'm trying to figure out I'm who just saying whoever, like, could be boosting the stat. Like, sometimes the artist is kind of just being put in the position based on whatever that agency. Most of these agencies are older than the artists. Like, these agencies were the same agencies that was booking Flip Wilson and goddamn Red Fox. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's they're 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 owned by their their you know great great you know their great great grandfathers open these agencies because they oftentimes are are are. Uh, kind of connected to the venues and stuff like that too so like like uh here we go olympia entertainment olympia yeah. entertainment that people should know is owned by the illich holdings and the illich family does a series they own a series of multiple venues they're going to do a series of different black comedy shows and they've been doing this since the motown review probably they do about five to six black comedy shows every year so they just go and pick fit the pocket now you can walk out with your own ego and be like hell yeah i sold that bitch out but in reality it's like it's it's you selling it out now but last year it was him and the year before that so it was I'm him confused, and 40 years ago it was them i'm confused though you know? so i mean i mean like who like who you knocking like are you I'm saying Cat saying, ain't really doing it he's not bringing them out saying you saying we need to talk about the whole industry itself because it's not like cat himself is basically saying all right uh, Olympia Entertainment. He ain't doing it, James Brown. He ain't I going he to is. the door I saying, "Yo, let me tell you why I'm I think gonna he is. buy the I'm gonna buy the venue and I want to take all now, my Kevin doing money. that. Kevin doing that. Now let me yes, say this. Kevin, I know he is. Let's hold tight though. Kevin is doing that, uh -huh. but I don't think you can put Cat in the same vein as you would like when you see them put them tours together with uh, uh, Earthquake, Tony Rock, Corey Holcomb, such and such and such. Like, mm -hmm. Cat Williams go on tour, it be Cat Williams and who he bring with him. So okay. people come in off of the Cat Williams name. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So he, you can't, like, he ain't doing it like Kevin Hart, where Kevin Hart, like, oh, okay, I want, he like, I want all the tickets. He like, I want the park in. Kevin Hart is just on some Drake, monstrous, meteoric yeah. rise type shit. But Cat Williams is legit probably doing this. And I'm saying probably because I don't have the facts. But because I know when he comes on tour... It's not a bunch of other motherfuckers. It's the people he fuck with, and you come in there off the strength that Cat Williams is in town. So, do you think? Well, if that if that is being said, and I don't know all his books, and I do know he's on his business. I do know that much about him. Even with the a lot of the ways of people saying he's crazy, and in reality, I think Cat Williams is as Smarter crazy than, as most yeah. entertainers, or more sane than most. Now, with that being said, do you think that? Because this is really what it comes down to. Do you think that Cat Williams could like how long? Like most people say, if if he sold tickets Monday at if he had a, a forty thousand seater Monday eight o'clock tickets go on sale, how long will it take for it to sell out? Probably wouldn't be no no historic they sold out in one day type shit. But I'm sure if you knew Cat Williams was coming to town, he got a fan base of people that's coming to see him. So a minimal promotion, so like a a, a, a junior promoter such as myself. It, like myself, if I if I got the if I got the funds to do it, I got a hundred thousand dollars for whatever reason betting on Cat Williams. If you was the promoter, would you bet your hundred thousand dollars on Cat a Cat Williams show selling out if you had the venue? Well, uh, you say a forty seater, 
40,000? 40, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What's the forty thousand seater? That's like? what I'm the, Fox, say, like, the Fox Theater. Yeah. Well, let's say let's say let's say like that. Let's say yeah, we picked the he not feeling He not filling out. You know, basically he, you had he not selling out Ford Field and then like that. But the Fox, I think Cat Williams can sell out. The and Fox. if it costs you do. and you got a million, you had two million dollars and you uh, whatever. I think I'll make that back with Cat Williams. Did. Now when he was you would do that, you would take that back. I think he would. Not multiple shows, no. But like if but Cat that Williams, one night, if Cat Williams come one in for night, one night, minimal, he's minimal, selling it out. Uh, he gonna make your money back. Minimal radio radio distribution with it too. Whatever, the, whatever, the, yeah, whatever. I got the you. Is, so I you think basically would. would take that that life insurance policy yeah. that that you cashed out on and flip it with Cat. I, I would be with, uh, with, Kat. with Kat. yeah. I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think. Yeah. I just. I just. He got a fan base of people that fuck with him. Like, like I keep telling motherfuckers. Uh, Cat Williams had the. He was like at one point in time that special. I mean, he was out. as big as he's. At, he was as big as where Kevin Hardy is now. I think that like no the way. transition. That big? No, I think he was. I don't that think big. he got that big. I think with, he was with that Kevin big. Hard at, we ain't seen too many get that big. He might have been like three levels under him because he only had niggas. And the okay, white people who fuck with nigga right, shit. Right, I give you, I give you that, I give you that. You he right, you he right. was bigger than Mike Epps. Like I think Cat Williams got as big with niggas as you could get. He was as big as Martin during the uh, Black Deaf Comedy Jam. I give you that. He okay. was as big with yeah. niggas as you could get. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, period, point blank, facts. So at one point in time, I remember he was doing shows. Nigga, they was adding shows to the to the arena shit he was doing. Yeah. like, oh, we yeah. gonna add another one? It might have been a Fox, but they were just adding multiple yeah. shows. That nigga, like, bro. Cat Williams is funny, bro. Like nigga, his specials, bro. Like uh, Pimpin' Pimpin' and Pimpin' Chronicles and all that. Mm -hmm. Man, I still quote that shit to this day. Like me personally, I just prefer him more than a lot of niggas. Like Kevin, Mike. Mm -hmm. He was just a nigga was an animal. Like now he ain't really asked funny to me, but he a motherfucker just. I think he, he got down. I think if uh, just due to a lot of other stuff, but I do think just in business he on it. But I do think machines are also behind people. And when I say machines, I mean, I'm just saying. You got to be careful fucking with him, way. though, because he'll say anything. Business. Yeah. Businesses. He business. It's still a business at the end of the day. It's still promoters that are looking to make their money back. Nike not going to fuck with Kevin Hart. No, they would They going to fuck with Kevin Hart because they yeah, know they what Kevin sure Hart going to do. They know how he going to they move. know he not about to get on the radio and uh, say, the say something. Like that. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nike Illuminati or fuck Adidas. Like, nah, they know Cat Williams or some other shit. But. Just, I don't know, man. Shit be hating and it beef and all that type of shit. And it got me thinking because Heather J got into it with some comedians online. Mm -hmm. And I try to stay off that online beef, man, and just beefing in, inside of... Because this niggas I don't fuck with in comedy. Mm -hmm. Like, it's straight up niggas. I don't fuck with Blackberry. Mm -hmm. Like, at all. Like, you know what I'm saying? But do that mean we can't be on the same show together? But that's I think that's just uh, the difference between a man beefing or a man having disagreement. Than it is with women. Like I don't think you could put Heather J and whoever she got into it with on the show together because it'll be some shit. It was two women. I mean, it was Heather J yeah, and another woman. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. They got into it, man. You know what I mean? And Heather J get into it with a lot of people. Though. Heather be looking for motherfucking shit he to get into. Heather, like. Heather, Heather is like Pac or some shit. Like Heather, Heather ready with it. She got into it with a, with, with two people under somebody else status. Who she didn't get into it with the nigga who put the status up. She got into mm -hmm. it with two other niggas up under there, and I don't even know how it happened. It just went crazy, and it yeah, just I it just see that. it just had me look back, man. Because as long as I've been doing the comedy, bro, I just I don't know. I just been decent with niggas. Like our relationships is cool. It's just really it's a couple niggas. You know what I'm saying? It's a couple niggas I stay away because their energy ain't right. And then it's just you know I don't fuck with Blackberry because he, he on some other shit. But it I don't know, man. Niggas just gotta. Niggas just gotta just focus on what they doing and keep it moving, man. Keep negative motherfuckers from around you. If you anybody around you, they negative and you feel like 
Like, I just think I cut one of my good friends off recently. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. Nigga don't call me no more, but I just kind of don't fuck with him no more. Just, he hit just me drift. Up. Mm. Just drift. Because he ain't moved. Like, he ain't moved from where we was at when we was younger. He come around. We still talking about shit we was doing back then. And he, what's up, man? What you doing? I'm like, nothing. Shit about I got a show. All right, you want to come? I'm going to fuck with these hoes. It's like, nigga, okay, well, you can bring the hoes to the show if you want to come. But it's just like, I'm to that place where I feel like it's baggage I got to cut loose. And if you negative in any way, like nigga, your circle you really like, gets smaller. You sound like a woman in the at the beginning of the year right now. I feel like one. <laughs> I feel like I've been fucked <laughs> for the past thirty four years of my life. I'm learning that shit, <laughs> Corey. It's like nigga, I don't know if that's happening like, with y'all new, yet. New me. Uh, well, I, uh, it's, I mean, it's I work so me. much though. I work so much that it it naturally like shakes itself out. Like it's the it's the it's the downfall of this, like work and, and then dance can even speak on this too. It's like you have your internal projects and your external projects. My external projects and entrepreneurship is what brings in the money. My internal projects, like what I'm doing with Detroit is different are what I like, what I use to create to even get better external projects creatively. Mm -hmm. So it, it takes so much time that, I end up in a in a damn vacuum where I'll talk to some people and people won't even understand me because what I'm working on, they just in some different life shit. Like yeah. most most dating, and that's why it's so tough to date. Like I tell women, it's like you probably better off with a nine to five dude because I don't have a weekend doesn't exist for me. I don't have a when I get off. I, it's always you some work to do. Off. It's always some editing to do. It's always something to write. It's always a plan to work. It's always. But what uh, they don't get about a nigga like you is, and me and Des is that nigga. Mm -hmm. Your whole life can be a weekend when I get to where the fuck I gotta go. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga on the Wednesday, we might just jump on it. You get to where you go, you might be like, "Hey, we going here just to go kick it." I got some time. Let's do it. But it takes a special type of person to even understand that's what you're trying to do. But you're right. It's not a lot of time and, for niggas like and that. But friends, even too. So like homies. You know, like if they in a different spot, I feel what you're saying. Like if they're not, if they move differently, it's going to be even hard for them to understand how how you move. So right. it's like, how the hell are they going to even be able to comprehend? Because I'm doing shit that's like my whole week last week was I'm interacting with people from across the country talking about how to revitalize communities based on what public parks do outside. So if basically... All you do is, you know, chief out and drink yeah. and want to talk about the Lions. It's like, dude, but how long I, I do it take know. for you to realize that? Because I think, like I said, my nigga been, I've been cool with this dude. I've been cool with my nigga, man, since like I was a little nigga. And now it's like, I'm just looking at the nigga like, bro, you still, you still in the same position. You still living with your people. You, you know. Nigga, yeah. you buying you buying Gucci headbands and going to Miami and you looking like you twenty five, but nigga you thirty seven. It's like you know my nigga, I'm always love you, but bro, you ain't we ain't on the same type of time. I see you when I see you, bro. I'm not finna go out my way. I feel like even just entertaining nigga. Like remember when Fifty Cent said that like he was like you get as far. He said his granddad told him you get as far as the niggas you talk to for no reason. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I mm. feel like nigga, if, even for me to just pick up and text you, it's like nigga, if you ain't trying to come support the show. Or bring people to my show, or nigga, try to just build with me, like nigga. All right, bet you DJing. Come on, cool. I, I know niggas who you know who DJ. We can plug you for real, real shows. Or you produce, nigga. We can figure out how to get you in. Right. But if you trying that, to do the same shit, fuck hoes and wear Gucci headbands, 
E37, my nigga, we ain't on the same type of time. Sometimes that can be a problem, too, because it's a lot of people that talk that shit in. Like, I just talked to uh, somebody I'm probably going to be working with. I'm going to introduce her to Dez, because she just got back from New York with content creation. Uh, graduated, like, NYU TV film. And it's a different grind there. It's a lot of people in Detroit that talk. It's a lot of people in Detroit that talk that like I'm about to I'm mm. about this life. I want to do stuff. I want to get active. I want to be creative. But they ain't really creative. They talk that shit and ain't nothing worse. Ain't nothing worse than uh than a person than being around somebody that's dra- dragging <laughs> their feet about being creative. You see what that is? Jason, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I ain't know. Yeah. I thought you were talking about wrap it up, but now I just want to get him up here and I can. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I'm going out. All right, man. But I'm just saying, but you can talk on that. Like being around people that's lazy about their craft can be worse than being around a person that ain't doing shit. To yeah, them. I was cool. I'm cool with a girl. She was she was talking about like, yeah, I want to be this this famous writer, author. I want to uh, have TV shows, and she's doing her thing. But then. Next thing I know, she went and made a poor decision and got pregnant by somebody that she shouldn't got pregnant Stop by. And made she made a poor decision. Yeah, it was a poor decision. Do it make you do this weird? I don't know. It weird me out. Anytime somebody say they want to be a famous something, because when niggas ask me, I just I want to be a comedian. Right. And I know the byproduct, the byproduct of me doing my thing, I'll possibly get famous. But like that always make me feel weird when someone says I want to be a famous rapper or famous like when you said she want to be a famous art, author in my head I was like then you don't really want to be an author like just be an author she but I don't think she said the word famous but uh, all the authors that she that she um said she wanted to be like were famous well that they just, just happened to, to get famous because they went after their dreams I think I don't think they said they want to be a famous author right so I mean I might be nitpicking too but it, what's up nigga small ass nigga eating Wendy's that's right nigga got a poor diet yeah uh, this personal trainer here well, y'all, we finna end the show, man. Thanks for it. <laughs> Come on, nigga. Where you gonna sit him at? I don't know. We gonna punch you in or we gonna keep talking. Huh, nigga, sit right hold here. Up, hold up. We gonna stop for a second. All right, we gonna stop for a second. Hold up. Hold up. All right, man. Look, man. We back <laughs> on it, man. Uh, we took a brief intermission, man, because my dog just came in, man. Personal trainer to the stars, man. He uh, stretched delicious out, man. He put a hickey on her hamstring. This like a married man. Nigga. You can't stop. say all that stuff. Man, his wife know we lying. Wink, wink. But uh, <laughs> he's a personal trainer, man. He's a very funny up and coming comedian, man. He's been doing it a little while, and he's just really progressing. He's actually a part of our show. Yeah, the Going Up family. The Going Up family. He he came across. He was lost. Um, he used to be down with a click, and then he came over here to Death Row. Who you with? You know what I'm saying. Um, what's up, Jason Jamerson? What's, what's up, nigga? What's good? No Eating much. Wendy's, nigga. What you get? Uh, I already ate my chicken sandwich. I just got some fries in this pot. Damn, yeah, nigga. Well, that just fucked all your little personal training shit up. Possibly. Yeah, yeah. Possibly. What personal people don't understand is because I'm in this shape, I can get away with it. Oh, so you can't. He said, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> fat fucks. Shit, you bet not do this. <laughs> yeah, man. Jason in the building. And what was crazy is Jason is the new champion of comedy in Cleveland now. Yeah, I'm the LeBron of comedy in Cleveland. Look apparently. at this dick sucking ass nigga right here. For real though, tell niggas what happened. So, so what's what happened? What did you win? Uh, so I won. Well, won the the title, the Cleveland Comedy Open Champion. Mm. I won two hundred fifty dollars, and then mm. they Cleveland got a comedy award show that uh-huh. they do every year, and they got me. A, I won a spot to present one of the awards. They gonna boo the shit out this nigga. This nigga came from out of town. <laughs> Yeah, I was the only person from out of town too. Everybody so you about to move to Cleveland? No, I ain't about to move to Cleveland. So you won? 
I want. Man, I'm finna go fuck Cleveland up. This nigga was the funniest nigga in Cleveland. This nigga Jason was the funniest nigga in Cleveland. That's that's real endearing. I don't know what to say about the Cleveland comedy circuit. No, I'm talking shit. Jason funny, but the nigga. Just went out there. He jumped in his car and went and was like, I, I was working with the nigga at the time when he first went. I was like, yeah, I just went down there and got to the next round. I hit the nigga up. I think the ass would be on the podcast. The nigga was like, oh, we got to go to uh, the finals in Cleveland. I was like, oh, good luck. Next thing I know, nigga come back home He brought with the, the title. Ship. He brought the shit yeah. back. This nigga that came back with the title. Yes, sir. Damn, yes, Cleveland sir. just can't win for shit. Nah, nigga, <laughs> the Browns still ain't got no wins. And this nigga come down there and just straight strip the title from y'all niggas. Hey, B-Titty, uh, uh, Rob Ward, what's going on in Cleveland? Hey. My niggas coming down there and, get, and taking y'all shit. Yeah. Hey, so was the hoes on you? They were. They was all white, though. AIDS is heavy in Cleveland, so be careful. AIDS heavy in Cleveland. Say that. You hear that? No. Nah. Yeah, I, I seen Cleveland something about they were saying that AIDS has increased. I mean, um, STD, HIV, HIV um, STDs have increased due to social media. They say it's so easy to get some pussy now. Yeah, in that. Sense. Really yeah, but the ride, as soon as MySpace, nigga, that motherfucker was like, <laughs> kind of real, was like, oh, we lit. So, <laughs> so one second. All right, you think that it's it's easier to smash now in the in the social media most area? Most definitely, era? absolutely. Come on, most Car- definitely. Car- 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 to be asking questions just to keep it rolling, but he already know. Yeah, that's a hypothetical ass question right there. <laughs> the access to pussy is retarded now, nigga. Not all we because the different strands of STDs is different. Like now, nigga in Michigan got Memphis. Herpes, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. and you used to only get you used to only get your own brand of herpes. Now it's like, oh, you got a stronger doses because you got this from Florida. But okay, okay. you got that dolph. Yeah, you got that. Nigga said you got that paper. What the nigga say, paper boy? <laughs> the paper boy. But okay, so if it's easier because dudes be like, uh, so what's the what's the protocol as far as like changing your profile if you smash a chick, like, and then. Juggle it out like you fade to black. You get it. It's complicated. What's what's the what's the uh, what's the protocol on that? Deal? What you mean? So not fuck with her no more. Because basically, if you online, she can put you on smash. Just basically from still existing online. Oh, you block her. That's yeah, why you, you blocking you mute her. So yeah. like, what you mean? Like, if you don't want to. So what's like? So block y'all actually block and mute. I haven't had to do that. I, I mean, haven't I, I have had to do it a few times. But that's because I'm married. A few times. Yeah, that's mm. a different route. Okay, yeah, that's, one that's second. You're going to have to open up. Well, okay, when did you make the I'm about to block her decision? Uh, when she started sending me naked pictures for no reason. He said that to his wife. Like, yeah, I got nigga say when she started sending me naked pictures okay, for, now, no reason. Now, for, now, for no reason. For no reason. That's the three I asked for, but the fourth <laughs> one? How dare she send me this <laughs> picture? So, so how long of a, uh, how long of a, do you think he looked at that picture like two times and then was like, mm, time to block her? What you, what, man, the nigga probably showed me. <laughs> <laughs> if you, this will happen. If you a real nigga, if you, if you got a girl and a bitch send you naked pictures, then it ain't for you. You show your nigga. Matter of fact, hold on. <laughs> I'm talking shit. But yeah, man, in reality, bro, these motherfuckers, man, uh, we don't play these games, dog. We don't really sit out here and play these games with these motherfuckers, bro, because we faithful black men, bro, and we ain't out here playing these games, dog. We really trying to hold our hard shit down. Amen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Amen. He got a girl. He has a wife. I have a pregnant girlfriend. Niggas are not on that and I really commend you for that, it's, Josh. That's big, dog. That's yeah. big. But you know, I'm just saying, man, this nigga, Mary Man, and being a personal trainer and a comedian got to be hard because women want to fuck comedians and they definitely want to fuck their trainers. 
Because you take a lot of fat bitches and make them great. That's very true. You that call them fat true. bitches too? Not to their face. Okay. But no, like, I mean, like, how do you deal with that? Like, how do you deal with that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Having that. I know, but I for the people that don't know you. But it's, it's, it's easy. Being a personal trainer is easy to deflect than it is being a comedian. Because personal trainer, all you got to do is be extra professional, and they going to feel awkward throwing it at you. So what's that? give us an example. So extra So like me, I don't, I never touch it. Uh, if I'm training a work girl, I'll never touch her with my my palms or anything. I always touch them with a closed fist or like if I'm spotting them or something. Like like for real, like real life. Like in real life, they about to like if they need help with me like lifting their arms up. I don't grab their arms and lift them up. I just put my fist under or my forearms under their arms and help lift them up. Cause like I, I ain't trying to get no extra nothing. And then just, you like, my trainer like you that, and my... I, I ask them if I can touch them before I do touch them if I have to. And then what's the response when they say hey, you ever a woman ever been too forward with you? Like yeah, you can touch all the time. Like yeah, yeah. I thought you was gonna do that anyway. I didn't know you was supposed to. Ask. You ain't gotta ask what you doing. And that just make them even more wet. They like they just more riled up because you not coming at them. Because nigga, when I was working, we was working together. He was training a bitch so thick, my nigga. <laughs> 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 I'm talking about so thick, my nigga. Look, chocolate bitch. You know I what I'm saying? Day. What? I trade. That's why I had to train more. <laughs> I'm talking about my nigga so thick drove a little range all white range shout out to my nigga YG and I used to be like man that nigga used to be over there and she just be over there just and he be training the fuck out of her mm. and then you know he really a professional with the shit like they like this nigga really get on with the person train shit and he have a lot of them they come through women want to get tight for real for real you want to go go but Jason not gonna fuck you I'm telling you that now at all at all. He will not do that. So if you think you're finna fuck your trainer, this ain't the nigga to do it with. Nah. Get that other light skinned nigga in there doing that shit. <laughs> so, so when they shoot you that text message, like, let me show you my personal gains, and then they show you them, them pictures from the uh, bathroom, is you like, oh, oh, oh? Uh, that's I just usually that because I had somebody send. I say you know take like before or after pictures or whatever. <laughs> I said take. Because yeah, he know what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> he know what I'm talking about. I'm about to start training. Because these hoes giving up pics. It's like, all right, I can start training, but send me something real quick. I can do with so when you act, tell a woman that, what are you telling But see, I don't even tell them to send it to me. Because like for me, like being a trainer, send it to my email. email. No. Send it to my email. Right. But no, being a trainer, you understand it's not just about the number on the scale. And most people do caught up on like how much they weigh. It's or that not. good trainer game. It sound like some pimp shit. You know what I'm saying? It ain't about the number. When you look in the mirror, how do you look? How do you feel when you look in the mirror? That's it's what it's all you about. Feel, it's the how feeling. do you feel when you put them pants on? We put them clothes on. That's what it's more about. And then, so <laughs> I tell him, him that's why I tell him. I'm like, so, you know, just measure, get your measurements, take a, a picture of yourself, and then, like, get a <laughs> pair of pants or something like that. Like, you're trying to lose weight, get a pair of pants that barely fit right now, and every month, try them on. And see how much you know, how much more they. So fit. the picture, though, the picture. You the picture. Them, what do you tell them to have on in the picture? I don't tell them to send it to me. I say take the picture, put that picture for yourself. Oh, okay. And then they, I say you don't have to send it to me at all. Just take that picture. So, and ladies, they, if your personal trainer asks you to take a picture of yourself butt naked with your uh, leg cocked up, yeah, on the uh, on the sink, on the sink. He's being unprofessional. Very. He's so, being unprofessional. Listen, ladies, if your trainer is she spotting you while you're doing squats and he behind you, he being unprofessional. 
If he watches you do squats and he's behind you, he's being unprofessional. He don't got to be behind Bro, you. if you thick at the gym, niggas going to look at you. That's 100% true. So don't be in there looking at niggas weird because I'm over there. I keep sweeping over there where you was at. You think? I can't see you from sweeping over there. <laughs> She's like, why this, the nigga, why this nigga over here sweeping? <laughs> Bitch, just squat. <laughs> Get deep down, like in a sitting position. Hilarious. Damn, man. bro. So this... any of the uh any of the uh the niggas tried you? Like the gay guys you might have trained? <laughs> nah. <laughs> it's just I only trained one gay dude. One gay well one at least one flamboyant. So do you touch dude. him like with the fist or do you not touch him? <laughs> no, I I mean I don't touch him because he most of the time, you know, men are stronger than women, so they don't need as much help. And so well, naturally, men are stronger than women. Like, I ain't trying to say don't know. And you like, uh, what do you do? Like, when you got a, a gay nigga, like, okay. Breathe. I, Breathe. I just try to zone out. I try to, I'm trying to find out, do you touch him? Because, bro, like, that's some shit that could fuck up your business right now. Because we have gay people that listen to this show. No, and if so, you're not being equal, if he, if, he need, if he needs help, I help him the way. But see. You help him the same way as you help the women? Yeah, but see. So you be women, touching these niggas? <laughs> So you be touching these niggas If need be Josh, I will, I will assist them But it never happened? It hasn't happened, no Did you no. make it a point to not make it happen? Did you say just take a break? or Because you, you make them you like, Push it out and then you'll do that for them But do you tell them, just stop no, So you don't have to do I it? I mean, they just, they just don't need it this nigga, this nigga is homophobic. I'm not. If they, if they need it, I'm going to help them Okay I'm If they need it, I'm going to help them So do you ask them to send you pictures too? I don't ask nobody to send pictures. I don't do that. Why this nigga feel like he in court? <laughs> but do you suggest a nigga like, hey, take a picture of yourself? I suggest that to everybody. Hold some pants that ain't gonna fit. Yep. I suggest that to <laughs> everybody. You know, as long as you were, well, you know, as long as you personal training, I don't know how long you want to do this, but I know you got other passions, but that's gonna come a time where a gay nigga gonna be like, it's gonna try you. Why you I'm putting sure, that on I'm you? sure it is. Because you gotta sure think it about it, then it's like. I'm sure, because a lot of gay dudes just think that every dude could be gay at some point. They want to try you. Because I was, I was at Punch, you, I think it was Punchline a few weeks ago, and there was a gay dude. Somebody did a, a joke. <clears throat> uh, it was a gay joke. And then a gay dude came up like two comedians later and was just talking his talking his talk. Just like, hey, every dude, I could get on any dude in here. All that stuff. I'm like, nah, I beat your ass. <laughs> a dude ever tried you? I don't know you? if I'd take that. Yeah, that nigga, look at me. He said, look at me. Gay niggas try me all the time. He said, men, women. I mean, I'm, a, I'm attractive, I guess. So it's like, you know, I don't get... Your girl got me... This is what happened, right? We had a... We was on San Juan and Davison. Was that it? No, 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 no. We was on Davison and... Um, Davison and Dexter. I don't know. Whatever that, that that crossway is right there. It's a store in there. So me and my girl go to the... We go to the store to get some shit to eat, some food or whatever. Chips and shit. We in there. It was a gay... It, I don't know gay. It was a nigga in there. He was just talking. He's talking to me, hollering and whatever. I'm like, yeah, I do comedy. He's like, yeah, my cousin Brandon T. Jackson. I'm like, hey, whatever. And he just got out of jail. I'm like, all right, back. He was mm-hmm. like, I'm like, bro, I do comedy. You want to come fuck around, come to the show, whatever, whatever. And he just kept talking. Let me get your number. He was like, write my number down. And my girl was like, why was you? That nigga was obviously coming on to you. <laughs> and I was like, what? That nigga just was asking about comedy. Like, she was like, really? You didn't notice that? I was like, no. The nigga just was like trying to get my number because he wanted to come to the comedy show. You know what I'm saying? He ain't no social media. This nigga fresh out the motherfucking. Out the bing, nigga. Mm-hmm. She swore that nigga was trying to fuck me. I so didn't get did that. Did he call back. you? Who? Did he call you? No, I never got a call from the nigga, but. Did he text you? No, I didn't hear from the nigga. Like, I would have told y'all, this nigga trying to ask, did he text you? <laughs> <laughs> did he chirp right. you? Like, no, the right. nigga, I didn't get no hear from him, but it's just, 
I don't. I mean, did somebody ever try to get you? It was some weird shit, dog. Like we was, I was at Panera Bread. I had a meeting uh, with my homegirl talking about some nonprofit stuff that I'm working on, and um, I, I, you know, I didn't want to really eat eat during the meeting, so I got like a little bagel and shit, and then then I ate. And then the dude, then I went, you know how you're at Panera Bread, you go to the counter, you order, then you go to the other end. Yeah. A dude looked up at me, then I, then I looked up, you feel somebody looking, I was like, what up? Then I grabbed my bagel, then went and ate. And then I'm like, nigga, I want one of these damn salads. So yeah. I went and got the Fuji chicken apple, apple salad. I was going to the counter about to pay for it. He was like, he signaled me over there. I'm like, so I went to the edge. He was like, what you getting? I'm like, a Fuji chicken apple salad. I'm getting two of them. So I'm like, yeah, one without onions, whatever. He just gave them to me. He was like, here you go. Then I just gave him my business card. I'm like, all right, man, I appreciate you looking out. I got you on a discount, whatever. Just look out or whatever. And he was like, all right. I thought that shit was weird, though. Like, he told you some extra shit? That he did everything for free. He just gave me everything for free. He didn't sound gay, though. That's how he sounded? No, he didn't sound gay. Oh, see, yeah. But, but, I, but I thought that was like... weird, though. Like, I've never just been extra nice or gave a nigga something free that I did not know at all that and risked my job. He that probably shit was, was trying you then. Cause that's some know. shit you would do, like if a girl was like, you know, yeah, 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 he probably was trying. Everybody, have you been trying, Corey? Mm-hmm. It was, it was like real explicit one time. He looked off I was too. In, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that shit threw me off like ever because I didn't really get it. I was in Indiana. <laughs> I was in Indianapolis. Checked into this hotel, right? And it was sort of raining outside. Sort of raining. It, it wasn't raining, raining, but it was it's sort of raining. Very like, romantic. So said the mold. It was raining. <laughs> I, I had my robe on. The dude open. behind the As dude the behind mist. the desk was like, "You know, we got umbrellas too." And I was like, "How is he? How is he?" Like, you know, we got umbrellas too. Oh, I was like, what? I was like, huh? And then I'm just thinking, I'm like, okay, I guess you know, cookies, umbrellas, free water. He gave me the umbrella and then he like brushed my whole wow. elbow down. It was so weird. And wow. I'm like, I was like, damn, I felt like I got me too this shit. And then my boy was like, damn, nigga, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, I was thinking the same shit. And, and I'm like, damn, nah. I had to put the umbrella back on the goddamn hotel uh, for a desk. I was like, I'm straight cuz. I walked outside, got rained on. But, that's uh, like jail, nigga, where they put that uh, candy yeah, on the candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That nigga's like, this nigga take his umbrella. I'm going to suck his dick. That's going to happen. <laughs> Man, dog. You know what? Two things happened to me, bro. It was a, it was a gay dude up at uh, Idlewild. I went up there. He was cool as fuck. I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. But uh, he offered to buy me something to drink, and I just didn't know how to feel about that. But I was like, man, fuck it. I ain't gay. This nigga just, is just a man buying a man a drink. I'm like, I hope he know he ain't getting no ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's exactly what's on my head. Like, oh, I'll take that little Hennessy and, and I slip in the hammock. Like, just in case that nigga kind of get in that hammock. Because the hammock, nigga, that bitch gonna shake a little bit. I'm like, what the fuck is you doing, nigga? That Hennessy was just for the, that was a platonic Hennessy. Bro. Uh, platonic. A platonic Hennessy. And when I did, when I did, when I did, uh, Apollo, it was this, it was this gay dude on there, a singer. He won the episode, and I won too. So me, him, and Ron went out to eat afterwards. Okay. So I don't know if he thought me and Ron was fucking, because you know Ron, he looked like a couple. Because me and Ron, like if you see us out, you're like, oh, okay, that's a couple. Like you look at Ron, and Ron he little skinny, frail, fro, and I'm this tall nigga. They like, oh, look at that little couple. They don't know. But in this gay nigga, man, we was probably fucking around. I'm so, bringing this up when we bring Ron into this. Bring it up, nigga. So we go, we go, uh, we go, we eating and shit. We laughing, we talking. You know, and they was like, no, we off from Detroit. Woo woo. 
So my man, we exchange numbers. I'm like, I'm here to network, whatever. This nigga like a flight attendant. So this nigga be hitting me up randomly when he comes to the city like, what up? Let's have dinner. I'm like, I'm like, I ain't hungry, nigga. This nigga, I ain't never hungry. Nigga, never ask me to come on have no dinner, nigga. Like, we were just also, we shared a moment. I'm fasting. Yeah, like, nigga, I'm fasting for the rest of my life because he keep trying me like a What like if a he nigga. just wanted to go out to eat with you? He trying me like a nigga would try a bitch, Dez. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in time. What you got up? Like, I'm in time. What you got I'm like, nigga, that is a weird. I'm like, that's not, a weird get down. Not though. trying to get fucked by no nigga. What you mean? That's what I got up. But low key, you ever had like a, uh, you ever been cool with a dude that just like social boundaries? He just don't know social boundaries. Like spacing, motherfucker, like stand too close, talk too close, and shit like that. Or be sending weird text messages like that. Or be like, yo, I'm about to leave. You you want to leave right now? And it's like, yo, dude, we don't have to leave <laughs> at the same goddamn time, dude. You a goddamn man. Leave on your own. I leave on my own. You know what I'm saying? Peace be. You ain't never had like nobody that got like weird social. Uh, it's some dudes that got weird friends. social cues. Gemini like that. has weird. Like Gemini used to be bad about leaning on you. So he he got bad social yeah, space. Yeah, it's like Basically. and it ain't no gay shit, but it's like and it, and he's a hella homophobic nigga. So I don't understand why he don't get that. I don't want a nigga hanging on me. Every time you laugh, you ain't gotta hang on me, Gemini. JD do that. It's mm. a lot of niggas because comedy is a comfortable thing, or maybe this is just the niggas I'm around. I always bring shit back to comedy, but. I'm just a, I'm weird about getting in, Social I don't space, even get in yeah. women's space like a girl that I'm trying to fuck with uh-huh. I let you break the barrier before yeah. I'm all in your shit so I don't want no nigga hanging on me I feel you but sometimes when it comes to the woman in social spacing it can be like a cue of like okay I may smash because she'll come closer to you and it's like okay it may go down but why yeah. can't and she if they stay further away it's like so. Are, do you feel weird when a woman is weird about social spacing? Like, I mean, he told my say it again. Social spacing. Yeah, yeah. That's like what, you, a personal trainer, kind of like three feet, no check. Yeah, yeah. You a personal trainer. You break that boundary all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, because you know that's what it is. You can't train nobody from the. You know, you gotta right. be like, hey, do it like this and whatever, whatever. So, I mean, how does that? How you feel about that? Like, you know what I'm saying? A woman getting all in your space and shit like that. I mean, that's, like I said, it's it's certain ways you can do it. If you if you me in in my avenue because I'm professional about it, it's all in like then we're like uh when I was training the old girl, she was doing something. She has terrible balance. What the and big she, one? Yeah, and she has terrible balance. So she was doing like some what's her more, name? <laughs> I'm about to say her name on this radio show. He a professional. I know her name. It's like Taylor or some shit like that. Ain't okay, it? you am professional. <laughs> <laughs> you drew the line. Bro. I, I, mean, I could have easily made that up. I just said a name, nigga. <laughs> 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 you, wild, you wild boy, but hey, nigga, I don't All work right, there. Nigga, yeah. fuck her. Yeah. Her name was like what? <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Jones or something he like that. He didn't say right? nothing, and he ain't say nothing. Like one, one, two, seven, two, two. Everything being <laughs> said, <laughs> being said, I said. This nigga ain't said. He ain't confirmed in that shit. I can we don't even know what she thinking that about. Like Stephanie Mills, nigga, you know what I'm saying? That bitch can be a singer. But all I'm saying is this, dog. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga Jason dumb as fuck, bro. <laughs> Have you seen some niggas be unprofessional? Like trainers? All the time. All the time. Like, like I what said. what they do? Like they be, they be like. Yeah, like I said. One, trainer don't got to touch you unless you need help. Like you, you people. Most people are smart enough to actually be able to adjust themselves. So if you if you squatting now, 
Like, and he's holding your waist as you squat. That's unnecessary. <laughs> First ass First ass boo. So, all right. So, like, now what your wife did. Like, mm-hmm. is it certain gyms, like, for the dudes listening, is it certain gyms where it's like, hey, don't go to that motherfucker? Like, so is I, it certain gyms like, hey, don't go to that powerhouse. Hey, so don't wait, go to that LA fitness. So, you Them say, dudes old, in there thirsty so did you say, old girl, I got terrible balance? Like, when you say she got terrible balance. <laughs> so, yeah, because I had her doing, like, uh, she was doing, like, one legged, one legged squats. This okay. nigga making him do shit. He don't touch him, but he make him do some shit. But because <laughs> she, she had some bad help. balance, I'm like, all right, you know, we was like in the middle of the gym floor because everything she there was nothing for her to hold on to. So instead of me just like grabbing her hands and making it look like we about to, you know, do some type of Disney dance, yeah. I just like put my forearm out, like just grab my forearm. Oh, that big strong beefy arm. That's what you gave her. Hilarious. This nigga out here, he out here <laughs> side playing you know, for real. So she can't ride dick on her toes. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. This nigga Jason can't answer, but really, that's what you saying? Because the bitch balance off her equilibrium ain't right. I mean, is there a way she trying to do it on one foot? No, she can't. No, no, one foot. But damn, yeah, there's a way to balance. Bro, uh, this nigga got me in here crying, bro. This bitch can't ride dick on her toes. <laughs> oh man, yeah, man. My girl be going to trainers and shit, so it makes so, me like, uncomfortable. Is it? Is it? Is it a gym that you should stay away from if you in Detroit? Like, hey, don't don't have your girl go there. I wouldn't. Not that I know of. Uh, uh, gyms themselves, no, but they they are like some of the people who come to me. They uh they told me they done been to other trainers who was like, yeah, it started off cool, and next thing I know, they trying to Eat come with me to the club. <laughs> 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 Basically, people like, oh, I need you to lay on your back. Can you put your legs all the way back? She's like, what exercise yeah. is this? It's called condylingus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, there, there was a uh, I had a girl come and she was um. She said that she used to train with a dude. He had a gym in his basement. Oh, <laughs> she said she trained with him for like over a year. And then like one day she came in. She was like, I got to use the bathroom. And she went upstairs, used the bathroom. She came back down. And he was butt naked on the bench waiting for her. <laughs> wow. And so it was What's like, his name? I, she didn't tell me his name. <laughs> So no, I'm, here, well, I'm here to we here to expose uh, shit out is, here, bro. That is beyond what kind of nigga? What kind of nigga have her go upstairs and he come down and just... Be butt naked, butt naked on, the, on the bench, though. In your own house. And she left. So now you're just looking stupid naked on the bench. Damn, my nigga be jacking off on that bench, bro. <laughs> well, gotta be. Wow, Jason, man. Yeah, but yeah, there's this definitely, this definitely trainers out there that that do that. That's why that whole uh, that whole stereotype for trainers is out there. That what? That most trainers <laughs> are trying to get on. Bro, like they that. all do, man, because women, it's something about a man making you the better. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like every woman want a man. That's vulnerable. That's yeah, that's going to make you the yeah. better version mm-hmm. of yourself. So if you damn near like on some deep shit, you sculpt in her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And to be in this, all this thing, she look in the mirror and you did all this. Helping with confidence. Yeah. Now she like, I got confidence I never had before. And obviously she going to be attracted to you because y'all working so close together. And you went through this journey together. Y'all probably communicating. You telling her to send you pictures of her uh, holding jeans next to her with no drawers on. Can I eat this? I never that. I never asked that. Yeah. So it's like, that's going to be something. So like, nigga, my girl was like, yeah, I go to this trainer. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm a secure nigga. But we have moments of insecurity. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, you know this nigga in shape. And I'm walking around looking at myself like, she's staring at this shit. And then, <laughs> fuck you, nigga. So she's staring at this regular build. And this nigga here all built all up and shit, telling her what to do. It's like, nigga, I don't want no in shape nigga telling my bitch what to do. Fuck on. 
So did you go like with one of our sessions and like shake his hand hard and look him out of eye and shit? I beat his ass. I don't know who he is, but my thing is this: the she dudes just be doing that shit to no, you. No, nigga, just, you just get her pregnant, so she man. can't go to the gym no more. No, I see. <laughs> like they man come and be like, they, they be coming to pick him, dropping off their girl for no reason and shit. <laughs> nah, most most dudes who end up uh, most dudes be insecure like that, like that. They just the girl just don't even work out with me no more. Or just because there's a dude I was trying to damn they be breaking up with their trainer like yeah. my dude just there's oh I never let her think that though I would never I'm too much of, I'm that insecure that I won't let her think I mean I feel inferior to a nigga like I'll let her go I'll just walk in there and probably drop the pistol and then pick that bitch up <laughs> and be like alright baby have fun but like alright nigga right yeah and then walk up out that bitch nigga cause you yeah. know before I strong you you ain't stopping no bullets <laughs> right nah cause there's a girl who uh who wanted me to train her and she came in, I gave her like a little assessment and I told her my race and everything. She was like, all right, I'm going to talk to my boyfriend about it. And then she texted me and said, uh, at this moment, I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm just going to come in and do stuff with my boyfriend. She personally has not said a word to me since then. She comes to the gym every day. But her boyfriend said something every single day when he come in. Damn. And he had never said anything to me before that. Man, mm. you should go whisper in his ear while he listening. Yo, bitch, like me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you doing? Like any nigga put himself out there to play himself like that, man. See, I'm a I'm a I'm a tall, out of shape nigga. There's a little skinny nigga. Car he built like car. You know no, what I'm, I'm saying? Fat, I'm fat, overweight. That's what I meant. They know exactly. <laughs> but yeah, fuck all that. We want to know, nigga. What was it like going over Delicious House early in the morning? <laughs> First of all, it was early in the morning. Everybody be asking me like that. That was Delicious like the most exciting thing in the world. Shower, big. Big lemon cakes jumping up out there, coming in there. What you was doing? Lemon making cakes. A, making her do lunges and shit. Everybody think it was like super exciting for me. I'm like, nigga, it's still five in the morning. But you know what it is. Five in the morning, she fresh from the club because she out hosting a party. Yeah. But no, it was the first time we went, it was kind of, it was, I want to say weird. It was only weird because she had her, her nephew was recording everything. How was her nephew? Her nephew was like at the oldest, like 19. But he was recording the whole workout while she put it she put it live or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it was weird because like after every set she would start twerking. Like to pretend she was like a car he looked at me. <laughs> he said that. Like she was she would start twerking like she's <laughs> trying to like shake out the, the burn or whatever. Oh, so that was weird because her nephew was there taping it. Yeah, I'm like yeah. Hey, like are you doing that? You I, I don't know. Man, man. I was say something. He weird. know who his auntie is. No, they know auntie a freak. Damn, Damn, no I don't know. Maybe it's just weird for me. Like you just gonna do this for your auntie? Your auntie ain't delicious. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, when when when, when that. Hey, when but that, did he call her delicious though? That's London. That's my auntie London. I ain't yeah. that. But no, nah, she was cool though. She but you cool. gotta be cool with that when you know that's what's putting the family on. It's like shit. This ass is what putting us. This or keeping the lights <laughs> on. Tough, she bought me a car. Yeah, so. nigga, that ass bought me a Honda Civic. Yeah. When Jason did that, bro, niggas was like, man. So I know your wife had to be like, where are you going? Yeah, to Delicious it, House at four in the morning. That was like a two day discussion. She was like, before she gave discussion. me before I got the okay to be able to do that. She like, put your dick on the kitchen counter. Leave your <laughs> dick on the kitchen counter, and you can go. Yeah, that's basically what she said. Damn, bro, she had to take that L though. If you fuck Delicious, certain L's your girl just got to take, my nigga. If Delicious put that pussy on you, you gotta be like, hey, what do you want me to do? I, I you know how much I, I fucked with flavor, love. <laughs> I already you told her she gonna, like, she gonna take that L if, if, if like Rihanna or Trina walk up to me and just grab my hand and say leave them real quick I'm gonna be like bye man Trina ain't really what she used to be now them little city girls 
You mess with them like that? Man, them little country ratchet bitches. <laughs> you up on these bitches? Sadly. You are, you, so you heard all this shit? Not mm-hmm. all of these. But you know how that Miami... I heard enough of it to know that they is not making music for me. That Miami nigga, please, they is. They talking that free shit. They, they some Miami... You know Miami is very highly sexual. And it's just about fucking... And spending niggas money. This bitch said, eat me up like little Caesars. I need a nigga that's gonna swipe them visas. I was like, go ahead, little ratchet bitch. <laughs> Josh is crazy. <laughs> they ratchet, bro. They ratchet. And it's just like they sound like little Trinas. Little Trinas. Little Trinas. Little Trinas. Two little Trinas, bro. One of them locked up. Free JT. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what swiping. happens. That's Man, what happens. Man, nigga. You, hey, if y'all that's listen, what happens when you swiping visas. Hey, she said, I need a nigga that's gonna. That's what happens Eat when you swipe like them visas. Little Caesar? Yeah, like little Caesar. I need a nigga that's going to swipe them visas. I just fuck with the alliteration for one. Alliteration. <laughs> so she a little smart. This bitch out here rapping Caesars and visas. But yeah, man. Uh, do we need, what else do we need to talk about? We, 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 talked about we talked about the Cat Williams shit. We talked about that. My nigga, uh, what you got coming up? What's that show you got going on? Uh, the show on my birthday. I got a, a birthday show I got going October 26th. It's going to be me. I'm hosting it. Mailman's, uh, he's headlining Mike Leary on it. Um, it's Kev is on it and Melanie is on it. Melanie Hearns on it. That show going to be crazy, man. Hosted by the champion of Cleveland comedy. Yes, sir. Jason goddamn Jameson. I went and stole something from these niggas, man. Got Cleveland. <laughs> fucked up. stolen. This man ain't gonna give me no kind of credit. I mean, you you went and took a championship from a place that you're not even from, nigga. So you finna go perform at a Cleveland Award. Nigga, this about to be some Source Award shit when you get on that day. <laughs> niggas gonna be putting nigga, nigga, oh, yeah. bike. niggas ain't got no love for Detroit. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> niggas don't fuck with the Motel Lab Kings. Niggas don't fuck with going on Tuesday. <laughs> so Detroit ain't different. <laughs> you gonna go get your ass beat out there in Cleveland, nigga. They don't fuck with you, nigga. The rock and roll capital of the world. You coming with me, nigga? I go, nigga. I nigga, please. I'll be Snoop all day in that bitch. That was the hardest shit ever when Snoop said ever. that. Ever. So New York don't fuck with Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre? <laughs> I, think, I think when Shug said that, it was harder when Shug. It wasn't hard nah, for me because... Nah, Shug is Shug, so it wasn't it wasn't that hard for me. But what Snoop said that like this guy. Nah, see what made Shug thing so much doper is because Puffy came behind him and did that old Puffy shit. Like the guy who was referring to me was referring to me, and we loved Death Row. It, it's like that nigga Snoop said. Well, let it be known him. then. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, let it be known. This old '98. Nah. Like this would this would be and this is why I think you 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 okay. He was uh, talking to a nigga who obviously wasn't no shit. This nigga Snoop was talking to a, a, <laughs> a city crowd. and a crowd. It was like had his hands up and was really perplexed. <laughs> like hold on, nigga. New York ain't got no love for Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. Well, let it be known then, nigga. I was like hell yeah, nigga. Like a crowd of niggas, bro. Sugar, big fucking silverback gorilla in all red, nigga. Puffy, man, don't fuck with that little nigga. This nigga Snoop talked to a whole An entire city. Seven boroughs, nigga. And was like, well, seven let it be boroughs. known then, cuz. Yeah, bro, I'm gonna go with you just for that, bro. Cause that'd be hard, nigga. <laughs> I, and I wanna come out too, my nigga. And I wanna come out with my nigga. Like, hold on, Cleveland ain't got no love for uh, Jason Chambers and then Josh? Well, let it be known, nigga. <laughs> my nigga came here and won y'all champion, took y'all little shit, and brought it back to the crib. Hilarious. <laughs> let it Fuck be y'all. Known, Hilarious. But uh, yeah, man, tell them where they can find you at, Jason Jamerson. I'm on Facebook, Jason Jamerson. <laughs> nigga, nobody ever says their Facebook. <laughs> hey, you know that's smart. <laughs> Network. I, I use Facebook. Facebook is strictly networking. 
But uh, you know, I got a LinkedIn for that. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> you got a LinkedIn. I don't got a no, LinkedIn. No, but Jason, for that. that's smart. I use my Facebook too. Yeah, just for network. Shit, really my, you know, my, my personal training too. If you want to find me and ask me about personal training, that's Jason Jamerson, J M E R S O N, on Instagram. Uh, the Jason Experience, T H E J A S O N X P E R I E N C E. I don't got no Twitter no more. I'm thinking about bringing it back. You should. So, Twitter fun. Twitter got lame for a second. Twitter but fun. Man, it's fun again. Yeah, man. Twitter fun. You go talk your shit on Twitter. I'll mess with it. it. It shows where you at intellectually. Like, you know, Instagram, you look and say something. It's about to look. Nigga, Twitter is what's just in your head. Like, nigga, this is what I felt. I'm envious of niggas who really good at Twitter. You see somebody tweet some shit and they go viral. Like, T. Miller put some shit up that went viral. She said, the only N-word... White people gonna stop saying it's Nike. I was like, damn, and that bitch went dumb. Mm-hmm. She a poet though, and she dope with the words. <laughs> What's up, Dez? What you got going on? Man, of course, we got the Going Up Comedy Show. Well, that, this is gonna air after that, but Going Up Comedy Show tomorrow. Oh, man, just work. I ain't got a lot going on, but make sure you can follow me uh, and I'll keep you updated. Kid we Clever straight. on he everything. He got 12,000 followers now. He don't need Kid no Clever on everything. Follow me, follow me, follow me. I changed my Instagram up to make it simpler for people to find me. I think it That did. shit it made it harder, though. No, it didn't. The three Z's? No, it made it. Like, it definitely made it easier. Really? Like, when me saying it, it's easier. Like, when I I say I'm Josh Adams. A lot of niggas type in I, I am. am. And I feel like once they can't, they did discourage. So I'd rather motherfuckers be like, hey, Josh Adams, three Z's. And motherfuckers put that in there. And I literally, nigga, all the water for Iowa, all them sevens follow me, nigga. Wow. I got like 49 sevens. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, yeah, Dad, so you ain't got nothing coming up. They just say we ain't follow you at. Going up is going down. What do I have coming up real quick? Do, 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 do. Really, today, y'all should come to the Comedy Fest, Motown Laugh Kings. That's what they're listening to. Yeah, so Thursday, the Motown Laugh Kings will be back on some Voltron shit. We've been coming back together to get the band back together. Jeff, me, Ron Taylor, Darius Bennett, and we're going to do We're going to do a podcast with all four of us. We're going to do one individually. We already got Jeff a couple times. We're going to do one with Darius. That's going to be fun. We're going to do one with Ron. I got stories with all them niggas, so that's going to be hella fun to talk that shit with them niggas. Um. Yeah, man, we at the sanctuary. I don't know who hosting that show, but it's gonna be all four of us, so it's gonna be fun. The steak knife boys is back, so if you don't want your bitch to get cut, don't bring her by herself. You know what I'm saying? Don't let her come out by herself. We like the personal trainers of comedy. At one time, personal trainers of comedy. Comedy. Your bitch gonna act right when we get done. You know what I'm saying? But no, Jeff got a girl. I got a girl. We don't do those things anymore. Ron's out there living his life, snoring cocaine. Going out, doing his thing, and Darius is Darius. You know what he do. Dick's dirty. So, <laughs> uh, Corey, you got nothing going on? Nah, man. You know Detroit is different. Uh, stay tuned. We doing more things. Lot coming. Keeping it rolling. All right, look. I'm gonna say this, and we get out of here, man. Ladies, if your nigga cheat on you, that don't mean he don't love you. That mean he don't love himself. But if you cheat on him, you a dirty bitch. Why would you do that? Josh is crazy as hell. So y'all be blessed. It's Josh Detroit is after, crazy. It's Detroit is different after dark. After Most dark. definitely. Most we'll definitely see y'all next after time, dark man. statements Peace like out. that. Peace.
Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify.